0: Let me quit then. Listener, we are the Box Office Invaders, coming to you from outside and outer space to your choice of media listening devices. I'm Kitty Pie 314 also known as Sarah. I am also joined with my absolute lovely colleagues. I've got Jer from Back to the Arcade Gaming.
1: Hello, coming from Uranus.
0: And I also have Grizz, coming from the land of Artista.
2: What up, what up, what up, what up.
0: So uh Jar's finally back from goat herding. So uh how was that adventure? Uh it was fun.
1: We got some goat milk, goat cheese, um, goat pizza, um, billy goats, goatees, uh, all the goats. We're good. Goatees.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you had
1: me a goat pizza. I've never had goat pizza. <laughs>
3: that kind of
0: sounds kind of awful. <laughs> oh hey, man. Don't
1: like- knock it till you try it, Sarah.
0: Is it topped with like Himalayan salt?
1: Yes. If if you wish it to be, sure. Those goats can do anything. They're magical.
0: It's it's good for my aura. (laughs) And bad for my intestines. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. All right. For those who have not heard us before, hello. We tend to go over some movie news that we find interesting. Then we jump into some box office numbers review some trailers, and we do a little fun bit at the end where we perform a script for you. So without further ado, let's jump into our first topic. I'm going to go with Grizz. What's your first topic for the night?
2: Um, Which one do I want to do? I think I'll do, I'll do this one. Uh, my first topic is everything, everywhere, all at once, almost star Jackie Chan. Um, the two directors, Daniel, uh, Ooh, I'm going to butcher this, uh, shine Nert and Kwan Daniel Kwan originally wrote the script with Jackie Chan in mind. Uh, they are quoted saying at first, uh, we were like action movie. It's going to star a dude. Um, and later had trouble trying to figure out casting for the father figure. Um, until one of them decided what if we took um, the female character and made her the protagonist Uh, after that the the movie completely opened up differently for them Um, they go on and say they you know they didn't have any experience with um, like like the the female writing that they were looking for. So they kind of reflect back on some of the strong women in their lives, uh, referencing their like mother and grandmothers. Um, and from there they got the inspiration that they needed. And, um, let's see here. There's a quote that I wanted to read. Uh, let me scroll back to the article.
4: Cause I didn't write it down like a dingus. Um, da! Oof, oof! Where is it? Oof and da da da. Yeah, one of my favorites. <laughs> ah.
1: Great quote.
2: <sighs> yeah, here it is. Uh, so so when they um were looking at who they wanted to cast for the the female character, it was uh Michelle. uh How do you pronounce Michelle Yo? Yeah, Yo Michelle Yo, <laughs> and um, they you know they were like they they're been quoted saying like it felt like a pipe dream because like you know she's this big actor like blah 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 and and their quote was reaching out was really thrilling and really scary because we were like uh, no one else can play this role so if she says no then the movie dies (laughs) so uh yeah so they were they were fortunate she um listened to their script and you know, wanted to be a part of the project. So, and as we all know, the movie's out in theaters right now. So, it was it, everything. Everything worked out. But uh, I just I thought that was really interesting that originally they wanted to use Jackie Chan um, for that main character, which you know he has a long history of comedic uh, action roles. So naturally, he would have fit right in. Um, but I guess, and I haven't seen the movie yet, so I don't, I don't know why they stumbled on like certain things. I can kind of guess, you know, based off how they were writing in the article, but, um, I found, I found that extremely interesting that they were going to use Jackie Chan. Um, uh, what do you, what do you think about that, Jeremy?
4: Um,
1: you know, I think Jackie Chan would have been great too. I mean, he's obviously a very experienced actor and obviously can do the stunts needed. Um, but I kind of like how it ended up, even though I've not seen the movie either, but uh, we got data, you know, data, Data's is just as good. I call, I'm calling him data because he's the same actor that played data short in, round in, uh, in the Goonies. So um, yeah, uh, I I'm, pleased with how they i'm pleased with the cast that they got but i think you know jackie chan and uh michelle you yep. Uh i think yo know, excuse me michelle <laughs> yo i think they would have been i think this movie would have been probably just as good um with those actors in in, in these roles as well so i'm i'm kind of indifferent um i, I like both choices um but i'm i'm I can't wait to see this movie because it's 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 gotten so much great reviews. I've not seen a, a a bad thing written about it or said about it, so I need to see it. Dang it! <laughs> yes.
0: Um. Well, the one thing about like Jackie Chan and Michelle Yeoh, uh, they actually were not together, uh, in a series called Police Story, but uh, I think Jackie Chan did have the cameo in Michelle Yeoh's police story three because they played inspectors very funny movie if you've seen any of jackie chan's uh classic mid-90s films not rush hour like there was like so many fantastic movies like uh mr uh nice guy um police story i think had a north american name here i think it was uh, jackie chan's super cop yeah, but it was called calm. it was called it was called Police Story in uh in China, but uh like it was really great at that time, and I love Jack Chan. Don't get me wrong, like I full heartedly love like especially classic Jack Chan films. Um, but Michelle Yeoh, she like really handles her own. Like I've seen a lot of classic Michelle Yeoh like films. Like my dad had this huge category of martial arts films, and uh. I'm kind of glad they actually went with Michelle Yeoh because people don't really know her too well over here. I think her last big uh, North American blockbuster that most people would really remember was Memoirs of a Geisha and Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and that's it. Like, she doesn't really have any of those North American standout roles, so I feel like her taking on this role is perfect now. She's not a martial artist at all. Like she's originally trained to dance, kind of like um, uh, what's what's his face? Who played Bill in Kill Bill? Um,
1: oh, David, okay? uh, David, um,
0: Caradine, Car- David, yes. David Carradine. He yeah. he also was in a TV series called uh, Kung Fu. Kung Fu, and yeah. then Kung Should Fu, have the been Bruce series, Lee. which, which oh. was originally supposed to be Bruce Lee, but yeah, they were both dancers and yeah. doing martial arts films so um i i think they definitely had the better choice uh because uh, michelle yo she's she's pretty funny to begin with like i i thoroughly enjoy police story three so um yeah it, it would have been cool with jackie chan but i think jackie chan's just already had his pinnacle and i don't really see that as would have been a decent comeback for him at least this gives Michelle Yeoh a better uh, spotlight, especially with a North American audience and people are raving about it. So I can't complain. Any other things on Jackie Chan and everything everywhere all at once?
2: Um, no, but I just wanted to honorarily crack this beer.
0: Ah, Oh, if I knew we were cracking beers, man, I'm going to go grab one.
2: Uh I just, I, I didn't want to do it and, and like be sipping on it and then no one know that I'm just having a good night. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's okay. You're, you're, you're allowed to say that stuff. Yeah. Have a good night. crack a beer. All Who cares? Yeah. So, uh,
2: for anyone that cares, I'm drinking a chocolate stout nitro by Rogue brew. Oh my gosh. Um, wow. It is delicious. I've had one already. Not today. <laughs> I had one the other <laughs> night with dinner. And uh, it's, if you like stouts and you like chocolate, you'll like this beer.
1: Wow. I've never had a chocolate beer before. That's interesting.
2: Yeah. It's like a nice little dessert beer. Uh, I definitely good. can't. Oh, yeah. I, can, I can really only drink like one, maybe two tops. Um One, because they're the 14-ounce cans, and two, because I'm not a huge sweets person, so this is pushing that limit of what I'm willing to drink. (laughs) But I do like it.
0: And what's it called again?
2: Uh, It's um, Chocolate Stout Nitro by Rogue. Rogue. If you
0: are a member of Rogue and would like to sponsor us and send us some free beer, (laughs) we will consume it more than happily Please get in contact with us. We'll make something happen.
1: Absolutely.
0: All right. Jared, what do you got for us?
1: Um, I have kind of a double header with uh the Scream franchise. Ooh. We'll start off We'll start off with uh the first news of the week and this is Scream 6. Uh bringing back four survivors of the 2022 movie. So, a little bit of spoilers if you've not seen Scream 5 yet. Um not, I mean, in a sense that you kind of know who doesn't die. But uh, Scream 6 is bringing back four survivors um, from the uh, Scream 5 or Scream movie from this year. J- uh, Jenna Ortega, Jasmine uh, Savoy Brown, Mason Gooding, and Melissa Berara, uh will be coming back. Uh, this film, um, it came to life earlier this year and it was in acts as the fifth installment And it uh, brought a new ghost face, which targets a a group of teenagers with links to the original Woodsboro murders. Um, With the body count growing, the friends must look to franchise vets, Sidney Prescott, Dewey Riley, and Gail Weathers for helping in putting a stop to the killings. Um, What I find interesting about this is um, uh, it, it is... Courtney Cox kind of gave it gave it away. I don't think she was supposed to say anything, but she kind of gave it away that she uh is she is coming, coming back as well as Gail, uh, alongside Roger L. Jackson, who's the voice of Ghostface. We just talked about that a little bit ago. Uh, I think off the podcast. But anyways, no, no matter. But um, so those two are coming back, but there's no word yet if um or uh Gosh, what is her name? Nev Campbell is coming back as Sydney Prescott. There's still no word on that. She kind of gave a vague answer when asked about it. Like, uh, I, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> you know, so nothing's in stone on her coming back. Um, I would have to assume um, at the whole crew is coming back, That the, the writer and directors uh, from the previous one. Um, but we have to assume that they've got a plan B in case she doesn't come back. Um, Scream, I'm not going to give anything away with Scream 5, obviously, in case you've not seen it. Um, but uh there were some things that happened in there for sure that uh will keep some people out. <laughs> but uh it was a great movie. Uh I, I really enjoyed it a lot. Uh so I'm looking forward to Scream Six. I'm I'm I like this new cast. Uh, I think it's pretty fitting. I think it's a good continuation. I think that I thought the the, the direct the direction they're going in is um it's it nods to the uh, original, you know, the original screen movies while pushing it forward. Uh, and that's what you. That's what you want. So uh, we'll we'll look forward to we'll we'll keep you guys updated on uh, we'll, we'll be on Nev Campbell watch. This is an official Nev Campbell watch to see if she's coming back as Sydney or not. But uh, looking forward to this. I think they start filming. Um, uh, looking here. Uh, I'm not sure when they start filming. I think I think they start filming this year. Um, yes, they do start filming uh, this summer, and it's slated for a March 2023 release. So honestly, it's right around the corner. So I'm looking forward to that very, very much. What, uh, what do you guys think? Uh, we'll go with Sarah.
4: Interesting.
0: Uh, shame on you, Courtney Cox, for saying something when you shouldn't. Because um, obviously they haven't even started filming yet. and things already start to get leaked and it's just like, well, that's that's interesting. Um she
1: even said she even said after the quote, she said, I don't know if I was supposed to say that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well when we you don't have much going on, right? <laughs> I guess when you get excited for like the current project that you're currently doing. Um also Sydney, what the heck man? You are Sydney. You should come back. Why not? Uh I'm not a huge scream fan to begin with. So, I will have to rely on you, Jared. So, it, this scream is like the one of the more recent iterations of Halloween. It's just continuing on far later on down the road with most of the cast. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like picking up well, like some of the other screams never happened.
1: Um. No. Okay. No, not at all. Not at all. It's a continuation. Matter of fact, my next article... Ties in to the series too, so you'll you'll see here in just a minute but yeah um yeah they they kind of they they took inspiration from what Halloween did with uh twenty eighteen and you know so they they took a little bit of inspiration from that, but they did a really nice job in making it flow and keeping keeping the original movies um still in canon without they definitely didn't ignore any of them, so
0: so they didn't like oust any previous iterations. Not at okay. all. Okay. Well, that's good then. Because I know when they redid Halloween, it's just like, yeah, and eh, we're gonna ignore all of Rob Zombie. This never happened. <laughs> like um, Well,
1: let's be honest, that that was a blessing. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> uh, but no, like it it's cool that they can keep the franchise going again. You never know. Now that they, they probably will have to bring it all the way to, you know, Scream Eight. Yeah, like just double up on the work that they already had. But uh yeah we'll definitely have to keep an eye on it, and yeah it says definitely says production is gonna start the this summer, so chances are we'll probably have it for like spring maybe summer of next year
1: yeah they're slated for a march march release of next year, so I mean they're they're pushing forward with it, so uh they must have a plan b in case uh nev Campbell uh doesn't come back, so hashtag uh nev Campbell watch
0: as long as they don't like. Be like, yeah, this is Sydney and this has been Sydney all along. Can't can't you recognize yeah. her? She got all this like face work done.
1: Right. <laughs> Nef Campbell, Nev Campbell. She's she has stated that um if the script she does not want Sydney to be killed off. Um So. It's not good if she doesn't come back. That, that kind of I mean, I mean, how the, I don't know what they would have planned to continue it without her. Exactly. But she's obviously very, very fond of that character because it, you know, that really pushed her to stardom. I was going to
4: say it launched her career, um, yeah.
1: So she's very, very protective of that character. And, and I, I don't blame her. So we'll see what happens.
4: And what do you Risk. think, Chris?
1: Yeah, um, well, I
2: am a, I'm not a diehard Scream fan, but I do have Ghostface tattooed on my arm. So I have a level of respect and fandom for the, the series, um, for lack of better terms. But yeah, I, I, you know, some people want to see projects kind of, I don't want to say die, but it's one of those, uh, just let it go because like, it, you know, they've already done it or whatever, but I, I kind of like the idea of giving some of these stories a little bit of, uh, resurgence. And, uh, you know dust off those legacy characters you know and bring bring them back to the big screen for a bit um i i did watch uh scream 5 and i really enjoyed it um all the way up until the <laughs> the somebody pulled a fire alarm so i missed like the last 40 minutes of the movie oh, no. i was i was so <laughs> mad i was so mad did uh, it make
0: you jump though
2: no, uh, no. <laughs> so so it was so funny. They were showing it. I waited till it was like almost out of theaters. So they were showing it in a smaller room. It was maybe, I don't know, like 15 rows, like one of those really small rooms. Almost looks like a really rich person's basement kind of like, you know, like yeah, it's really, really yeah. small. So like when it went off, I was almost like the the fire line went off and like all the lights are blinking. And I was like, is this a joke? Like, is this really happening? And then, like, there was only like five people in the theater, and we all just kind of looked at each other and was like, I guess this is over. <laughs> Cause like the movie <laughs> screen shut off, and we we're like, what the hell? <laughs> like, okay. Right. Right. And I went late, you know, it was like 11 o'clock showing. So, like by the time that went off, um, you know as well after midnight it's not like they're gonna reboot you know like restart week we all just walked out and amc was supposed to refund us and uh, i still need to cash in on that um maybe pick up uh sonic 2 or something with that ticket but um, yeah yeah i was pretty i was pretty bummed that i didn't really get to see the grand reveal because i had some suspicions on who i thought ghostface may be um so you still don't know? Yeah, I still don't know. Uh oh my
1: gosh. Man. I it's on it's it's streaming on Paramount Plus. Oh now. cool, yes, good. Paramount I have Plus. Paramount
2: Plus. So I'll have to I'll have to jump on that train. I saw it um in the checkout when I was at Target. Um the other day and I was like should I buy it and then I thought "Eh, it's probably streaming (laughs) that's that's where this world has got my brain like if I don't absolutely (laughs) love your movie I'm not gonna buy
0: it (laughs) (laughs) well it's just like the upside too it's just like also like the convenience of like just having it as a stream because then it's not taking up space yeah
2: and 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 I'm a a collector so I already have a finite amount of space that I'm willing to lay claim to
4: <laughs> it was Ghostface he pulled the fire alarm
2: he you're didn't probably not, not wrong
0: <laughs> <laughs> did not want you to find out Keep you no on the one will seat.
2: know pulls fire alarm <laughs> <laughs> wait till no, you there,
0: early at <laughs> yeah right right
2: just lurking always lurking
0: <laughs> is he gonna uh, buy my DVD
2: <laughs> but yeah this uh, this article uh, or this new movie I'm I'm excited for it uh I wonder if it'll come out like late spring. Cause you you just said it they didn't say which month, right? Just 2023. No, March. March oh, okay. It did say March. Sorry. Yeah. So that's about the time yeah. uh Scream Five came out, right? Around March.
1: Um yeah, it came out in I think February. No January. Really? January Oh really? uh, yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right. Yeah. It was
2: earlier. Huh. Yeah. such
0: so scary months, January and March.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. It
3: can I mean, be that, that,
0: that, that, that really
1: honestly, that's perfect because it's 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 pretty cruddy outside, True. so that's a good time to go see movies, man. Facts.
2: Stim's facts.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah, you never know. They might be... Uh, screens is Universal, isn't it? Or Paramount? I think
2: it's Paramount. It's Paramount. It's Paramount. Yeah. Paramount.
0: Um, yeah, you never know, because like, Universal Studios has uh, temporarily bought rights to make spook houses. So they yeah. they could definitely like have one slightly based on... Uh, scream because like it's, they've done stranger things uh they've done like other movies that were relatively like coming out around that time like they just get a temporary license to build like uh, spook houses to do it so you never know
2: that would be awesome if, yeah it's like a little
0: tease that. as to like what to like expect without full-blown going into it so you never know you yeah. never know Anything else yes. on the scream and the cast coming back?
1: Well, we're not uh, we're not through in the scream. You
0: wanna continue on with yet, the scream? But, uh, you can continue with the scream if you want.
1: No, you guys go you guys go ahead. Well, I'll make you I'll make the uh, listeners wait.
0: I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy your cliffhangers, listeners. <laughs> Cause we are moving on to Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Might as well, we had martial arts, we had a little bit of spook, we had a little bit of dark. Why not mash the two together and go to Mortal Kombat? So uh, last week I was talking about how The Miz wants to play Johnny Cage. So uh, what I found out is um, Mortal Kombat's uh, script is almost finished being written. It's already halfway done. Jeremy Slater, who wrote uh, the Moon Knight series and also the first season of Umbrella Academy, has completed half the script. And he says that he has added a bit of uh, Marvel Universe logic into the script um
4: they've been uh looking at previous uh marvel movies but also
0: watching the last mortal kombat movie seeing what worked well what didn't work what could have been slightly better like anything that they had originally written and thought like would land and just kind of like I wouldn't say fell flat, but it was just kind of like more of like a yeah, it was cool, I guess. Um, oh. so he Jeremy Slater is thoroughly working with uh the director and uh, the game studio, so like Ed Boon and stuff like that, to get a fully in depth Mortal Kombat that we would like, but would definitely have like the slight lightheartedness of uh the Marvel universe. I think it's quite interesting. I think, because when I watched the last Mortal Kombat, I think the one thing it was, like, really was missing was some camp. Like, I know some people think campy is a bad thing, but most of, like, everything in the MCU right now is, like, ridiculous camp. And the original Mortal Kombat movie had camp. And the second Mortal Kombat movie was nothing but. So I, I think if they found a bit of a middle ground with a little bit of camp, I think Mortal Kombat Two would actually be pretty good, um whether or not they actually have Miz come coming as Johnny Cage. I still think it'd be an interesting choice because that guy's been training his butt off just to be Johnny Cage, so um, uh, yeah, Mortal Kombat Two script coming to a halfway mark. What do you think, Jar?
1: Um, this sounds cool. I need to rewatch um the Mortal Kombat that came out on HBO max. Uh, I need to rewatch that because it's been a bit, um, like well, they came out in 2020, correct? Uh, yes. Either that or 2021, it was one of those two years. Yeah. I mean, it had to have been earlier. Cause I, I, I don't remember a whole lot about it. I, I, I liked, I liked the, um, I remember liking the Scorpion sub zero, um, kind of origin thing they did that was kind of cool, but, um, this sounds cool. I'm excited for it. And like you said, that's interesting that they're kind of taking a Marvel approach. I feel like that's kind of what everybody's trying to do in a way, but, um,
4: well, you've watched the moon Knight, right?
1: Yeah. I've, I've not finished with it yet. So no spoilers. I still have a couple more episodes to go, but yes. And I, I, I love the series. I think it's a great series. So that's, that's exciting. I like, I like, I like the direction they took that in. I like, I like the, it's it's dark, but it's also very it, it. It's got its comedic place, which is good. And like you said, I I there was from what I remember of the movie, I don't recall a whole lot of funny scenes at all. So, yeah, I mean that's that's good to have some lightheartedness in there and not be um, just focused on violence. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it, we love martial arts. I love martial arts, but. You got to have some campiness. Even Bloodsport has some campiness in there. So yeah, I think Kano. In.
0: Kano was like the only comedic relief in that movie.
1: He was, <laughs> and it wasn't enough of yeah. Kano. You know what I mean? Oh, that's tracking whoops. But <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think that's great. I, I'm excited for it. As long as it's not, you know, what we got with uh, the original second Mortal Kombat movie. That thing was hot garbage.
0: Hey man. That thing is great to watch when you're completely obliterated. And you just <laughs> well, there you go, yeah.
2: <laughs> One would say yeah, when so. you're annihilated. Hey. Annih- annihilated
0: off of that delicious chocolate stout we could all use for <laughs> right?
2: Man, this would have been good for last week's episode since I did a lot of Willy Wonka.
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> right, yes, uh, Man,
2: Talk about ball drop. Jeez. Butterfingers over here. Well, now it's Can't, just a callback. That's what we do on box <laughs> office invaders. We ball back. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shoot. Uh, you know, I um I'm just gonna steal the floor real quick. Um I I'm gonna be opposite. I kind of wish that they would go in a more like DC like path, not, not like what we've gotten from most of DC, but the mortal Kombat film, I think it'll work. Like, cause like Marvel has put out a couple dark things, uh, that works and, and they have enough humor that balances it. But if they, if they just like borrow from the blueprint of the Batman and like went really gritty with this next mortal Kombat, that would be really cool to see. Uh, cause even that Batman movie had, you know some some humor and it was like spread out enough but um you got a lot of cats (laughs) for strays yeah um (laughs) but yeah i i don't know i i do i do like the last couple things i've seen from marvel so it's hard for me to be like no i don't want them to but for just like sake of conversation balance i'm going to say i want to see them go somewhere else (laughs) um but I, I like, like I've said a million times before, I do trust, um, I do trust the process, and uh, I'll watch, I'll watch just about anything, good, bad, or, or indifferent. So, with that, I will uh, uh, pass the floor back.
0: <laughs> you see, that's the time you could have, you just missed the opportunity. You could have had your Bruce Campbell moment. Good, yeah. bad. I'm the guy with the gun. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's uh, my uh <laughs> lack of experience with Bruce Campbell that was showing. Sorry, let me put that away.
0: <laughs> I, I love Evil Dead. <laughs> um, well, the the one thing with that, uh it would be cool, but yeah, it definitely would still need a little bit of lightheartedness because Mortal Kombat has as much as dark and gritty as it can get, it's always been uh really funny in a dark humor and sometimes in a very lighthearted way because like when fatalities were a thing then we had like babalities and friendship and so it's just kind of like silly things like that that were just really sold Mortal Kombat to me when I was like a kid Uh, like there was nothing more funnier than like Sindel's friendship was like one of the funniest things ever in Mortal Kombat 3 she would become a crossing guard (laughs) Like, it's just like why like it, it made no sense whatsoever so like having that a bit of like light-hearted camp to it would kind of like hark to the game itself and also uh do a callback to the first movie which would be absolutely fantastic because there was so many jokes in the first one especially like one of my favorite ones is when Johnny Cage walks up to Liu Kang and like tries to tell him to put the bags on the boat the boat's not even there yet lu kang just takes his money picks up a suitcase and then just chucks it in the river (laughs) (laughs) and walks away (laughs) like it was just silly stuff like that so i feel like if they did do a dark they would still have to have that slight
4: cheese nuance to it
0: like it wouldn't have to be like a consistent thing but i feel like with jeremy slater adding in uh a bit of Marvel humor to it. I I feel like it could be a really good balance for what we're looking for. Cause Ed Boone obviously helms the pathway with Midway. So he'll definitely have a final say, but if he's working close with them, yeah, I think it'll be great. Any,
1: I wonder if he'll come in. I wonder if he'll come in for a toasty.
0: Toasty. (laughs) (laughs) I always used to think that guy would say uh, "Whoopsie." I always thought he said "Whoopsie."
3: <laughs> Same. <laughs>
0: uh, but yeah, anything else for *Mortal Kombat* two aside from a techno interlude? Dun 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 dun. <laughs> I know. Dun, 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 Am I If we don't get that, I might have get, to find. If
1: that. we don't get that, I'm done.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Grizz, what's next on the docket?
2: Um, I have this little movie called Motherland that I have an article about. Um, so, Halle Berry is uh, teaming up with the crawl director for a horror thriller called Motherland, and it is about a mom and her two boys who were tormented by evil spirits for years, and one of the boys questions whether or not the evil is real and breaks a family sacred bond. And then they have to fight for their life. Um, Seems interesting. Um, I, so that, that was basically like the little plot synopsis. Uh, It doesn't have a film release date yet, but it, it does go on to say that uh, hopefully, sometime next year um blah 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 uh I think it's being produced by Lionsgate yep it says right here Lionsgate and they are calling this an elevated uh thriller which um was made famous by Jordan Peele for his movie like Get Out um so it should be interesting I haven't really seen anything with Halle Berry in it that I can recall in recent memory So, um I'm you know looking forward to seeing her play uh, a different character than what I've seen her in before cuz I, if I remember correctly I, I, outside of Batman of course, uh I've seen her in like, you know, like rom-coms and dramas and stuff. So, to watch her do something like this should be really interesting. Um I don't know. I I I like horror stuff, so that's why I picked this article. I thought it'd be interesting to talk about, so um what uh what do you think about that
0: actually when i first saw like the article um it kind of reminded me of uh i mm. uh, had that poster on my wall for like ever and that was kind of like a bit of a horror movie that like she did but was, i would say it's more th- th- thriller that was like borderlining on horror um mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, Holly Berry, the last thing, like, I personally know that she was in uh, X-Men. Uh, Days of Futures Past was her last oh, real right. pop-up as Storm. And it looks like she actually has been doing the odd thing, but, like, obviously nothing that has been, like, deemed A-list mainstream kind of thing. So she's probably been doing, like, a lot of uh, independence. I don't know. It looks like she was in Kingsman, the Golden Circle and uh John Wick 3.
2: I forgot she was in Wick 3. I just remembered that when you were talking. <laughs> but she plays like such a small part that it just like went off my radar.
0: Um also we also remember that she also played Patience Prudence or Patience Phillips, sorry. Uh Catwoman. And I know a lot of people hate that movie, but man, if there is ever a movie that you want to feel better about yourself, <laughs> I watched Catwoman like on the odd time. I actually think she was a fantastic Catwoman. Uh not I'm not talking about like patience, like the the shy character that she played. But when she actually like was Catwoman, she was pretty bomb sauce. Also, I love Sharon Stone and Sharon Stone can do no wrong in my eyes. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see that uh she'll be back kind of at the helms because Lionsgate puts out some fantastic stuff like they're a great publishing company for movies. So, Uh, and hopefully this kind of gets like her jump, uh, start back into mainline movies. Cause obviously storm was her last repeat character that she had done for a long while. So maybe she just did some B movies or some independent films just uh as a break but yeah I'll, I'll probably go see this i like a good psycho uh psychological supernatural thriller so we'll see what do you think Jer?
1: um i'm with you i like i like a good psychological supernatural thriller for sure it's i like holly berry i the the movie that i most um and just kind of on her acting skills was Monsters Ball. Ah, uh, yes. Um, that movie was fantastic. She was great in that movie and uh, very sexy in that movie, by the way. But um, that was a very very different movie for sure. If you're not seen it, go see it. But don't watch it with your kids. It's not a kid friendly film. No. But <laughs> um, I never saw Catwoman because it looked awful, and um, I. I just had no desire to see that movie, but I loved her as Storm. I thought she was great as Storm in the X-Men movies. Um, I wish her role could have been a little bit bigger in those movies, to be honest, because she was one of the better act- actresses, actors in that franchise, in my opinion. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm excited for this. I mean, I... You know, I, I um, we'll wait and see what the trailer looks like, and if the trailer looks good, then... Uh, yeah, I might go see this in the theater, so we'll wait and see on that. But uh yeah, sign me up.
0: just Yeah, like also uh, another memorable movie with Holly Berry, Swordfish. Love that movie. Oh yeah, it's so yeah, freaking yeah. good. Like that's
1: that's kind of a forgotten forgotten movie. Like there's not a whole lot of people that talk about that movie anymore. Uh,
0: well, then we can go even more obscure. How about the Flintstones? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like when she oh, was like, the, the live re- action yeah she was the receptionist yeah. for uh mr slater
1: <laughs> that's funny that's right i forgot um, about that
0: but yeah like yeah no like i loved uh swordfish and then um what else was she in around the same time uh, uh james bond die another day jinx johnson she was a bond oh, girl yeah. yeah
1: wow yeah wow okay what i See, she's been on the limelight for a long time. Kind of forgot about Holly Berry, to be
4: honest with you. But she's an Oscar yeah.
0: winner.
2: Well, yeah. and I, I feel like she's just taking kind of like a—I yeah. don't want to say break, but like maybe you know, just like foot off the gas, simmer on the know. back
0: burner a little. Yeah, yeah. Keep it, keeping it warm,
4: but not yeah. piping hot. You know. Right. Yeah. All right, Jer. What are you gonna scream for us now? Uh,
1: well, I'm saving that article for last. Oh, okay, All yeah. Right, come on. Uh,
0: then what are you? Um,
1: <laughs> this this one uh, is my articles uh, today come from Screen Rant. Thank you, Screen Rant. Uh, this is why The Exorcist is more difficult to reboot than Halloween. Okay. So this the the team behind um, the current Halloween trilogy: Halloween, Halloween Kills, Halloween Ends. Uh, with Blumhouse, uh, David Gordon Green, Danny McBride, um, they are also doing. They're resetting The Exorcist. They're they're getting back into. They're they're going to try and uh, do a reboot of The Exorcist. Um, and this kind of talks about how highly regarded this film is among horror enthusiasts. Um, and it's this is kind of a Halloween was definitely a big one to do, but they had John Carpenter to help them. You know what I mean? He, he, he kind of guided, guided them a little bit, but, uh, they did a really nice job. I loved Halloween 2018. I loved Halloween kills. I'm super excited for Halloween ends. I think it's going to be great. But, um, so they, um, let's see, who is this? So this is, they had, a, so they had an interview with, um, what is the guy's first name? Scott teams. And uh, he had a quote about uh, about what's going on with the script and how they how they came to to write it. This this goes all the way back to early 2020 he said. So that was our early COVID project uh, is every Friday morning during the beginning of COVID in early 2020. We'd meet over Zoom, me and David and Danny, uh, Jason Blum, and we would pitch ideas and we we would bounce ideas around. I'd go off and write and David would go off and write and write. And we come back together and pitch ideas and spend a couple months doing that. And then we got the story we were really excited about and presented it. So it wasn't until we were really sure we didn't want to just do it to do it. We knew it had to be something we all believed in. And we did. We found it. So hearing that, that gets me really excited uh, because The Exorcist, you know, if you go back to the 70s when this movie came out, people were literally fainting. Uh, it was unlike anything anybody had ever seen. And to be honest, it's one of the most terrifying movies of all time. I, it still is uncomfortable to watch. I mean, I've seen it dozens of times, but it's still a very uncomfortable movie to watch. Um, so I am very excited to see what this team of, you know, uh, David Gordon Green, Danny McBride, Scott teams, Jason Blum, how, what they, what their take is on the exorcist to, to I I don't see them doing the same type of thing that the original did. I think they'll use the same storyline, but it'll be in their, through their minds and they're, and they're great at what they do. Like I said, I loved Halloween 2018 and kills and I have full confidence that ends is going to be really, really good. So we'll see. Um, This is going to be released sometime in 2023. no, uh, actual release date yet but uh it's going to be uh, set for a 2023 release so you know uh I'm this I'll be I will be here I will be in the theater night one to see this for sure so um Chris what are your thoughts you're a horror, horror movie buff like myself what are your thoughts on the uh, exorcist reboot
2: um I think it's long overdue don't you think with everything rebooting
1: around um they did a they did a um they did a series brief a brief series albeit um uh, about 5 6 years ago of mm-hmm. the exorcist um it wasn't really i don't think it gosh i can't remember it was actually pretty decent but i don't think it dealt with the, anything from the movie i think it was just kind of their own little story gotcha but, um, yeah so i mean it's i agree with you though go ahead
2: you no know, yeah uh i just I feel like you know with a lot of these reboots or um continuations in the air now a good time to strike so um and you know, to your benefit of what you were saying the exorcist is, is a scary movie especially uh if you you know kind of believe in that stuff like I I grew up in a fairly religious environment and uh though that's not my case today it, we weren't allowed to watch this movie like growing up. I I didn't see this movie until I was like a senior in high school at a friend's house. Um, So, you know, those that are that afraid of, of of what is on a screen or a story being told, you know, that whole, that holds water. And uh, it'd be really interesting to see how they can evolve or just better the story continuation so I'm looking forward to it. Um, I I think that you know we live in such a era of superheroes and uh, stuff that you know we could use a break and get some uh, more. I don't want to say more thought out. Just just something different. Like I want, I want something different. So um, I know that I I say that and there's going to be someone that's like. Yeah, but you just you just watched Doctor Strange and you really liked it. And I'm like, "Yes, but it was different." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's all I'm asking for. I just want different.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> just a little different.
1: Yeah. Exactly.
0: Um, well, like the Exorcist, I remember watching that when, like extremely young cuz like the original came out I think 1973. Um, and I remember my dad telling me when he went to go see it in theaters, he went with my aunt and he literally walked out of the theater not for anything really in that movie uh like obviously props to Linda Blair like she's fantastic we love her um not for like her head spinning and spewing and like i know they edited it edited it did it they edited out the cross scene uh <laughs> in, like, yes. the original one, and then, like, there was a director's cut, and then, like, obviously, she's going at it with a cross. Um, but uh, it was actually the scene when she's on the examination table and they put the needle in her neck, yeah,
3: mm-hmm. yeah,
0: that's what made him get up and walk out for a bit. Um, oh boy, and I remember watching it, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's that's a little odd but that didn't bother me like the the movie itself at that point in time like was dated but uh i always thoroughly enjoyed uh exorcist 1 exorcist 3 as well um and i also remember i think it was like two. i want to say 2003 maybe maybe 2004 they had like the exorcist the beginning
1: yeah yeah i saw that and it wasn't it wasn't
0: bad it was like an interesting take on how like everything uh started uh i want to say somewhere in africa and like this like right after world war ii the father finds like this byzantine temple and like all hell breaks loose and stuff like that like it wasn't it wasn't bad (laughs) I, i guess if they really needed to break off at that point in time for the exorcist to bring something back prequels was definitely a thing
4: of like the early 2000s um so to to reboot a series like that the
0: i think one definitely would be art direction would be like by far like the hardest because uh everything in that movie was like of that time frame like the 70s to late 80s and stuff like that so they had their own magic, especially like practical effects. Like they had their their this own like magic that just made like all those classic horror movies pop. So that's like obviously the first thing because like we're in a day and age where green screen is like really heavy. And the storyline was just
4: too uh, I wouldn't say it was complex, but it was it was definitely um really well thought out. Everything was just written so particularly and
0: like obviously there was like a lot of like obscene things that happened and that and just trying to capture that kind of magic and of course having like linda blair was like ridiculously young at, when she played reagan so it was just like gosh yeah to to get somebody in that mindset and of course uh, child actors were also treated a little differently in that day and age, so <laughs> that probably doesn't help. But I, like, I'll be willing to watch a, a, a reboot if it's done correctly. So uh, if they if they take in this time and this dedication, I'll be willing to be like, yeah, I'll go see that.
1: I have full trust, like I said, in David Gordon Green, Danny McBride, Scott Teams. I I really really like that duo um blumhouse doesn't typically put out you know garbage horror movies so i'm i'm super excited i think this is going to be really scary i think it's going to be good i think it's going to nod to the original and uh you know hopefully we we won't get any crucifixes uh shoved up some vaginas
4: fun <laughs> they they have to at least
0: pay homage to that at some point in time. like right <laughs> even if it is like a deleted yeah. scene like later on when they're streaming it's just like here's your extras page it's just like and here's her homage to the original cuz the main reason it was originally taken out was cuz it offended so many people
1: Uh yeah i mean <laughs> I, when i first saw that that particular scene in general i, I was like wow okay <laughs> didn't see that coming. Cause I, I'm kind of with, on the same, uh, you know, step with Tommy there, you know, I grew up in a Christian household. And so, you know, you don't talk about that kind of thing. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I have a little belief not to get re- religious here, but I, I have a little belief in, in that regard. And so, yeah, it's uh it's a scary thing.
0: Well, like, they're obviously with that but like just to think about like some of the one liners that Reagan says yeah, is also like very very much like teetering that thing but if they would have if they would have had you know the um i was going to say esrb ratings but that's video games um the film rating the film board ratings of today for then most of that movie would not have been even sh- like seen at all. No, it had, NC- <laughs> like,
1: it had got an NC 17 rating. And then we, it it would have been, they would have just destroyed it.
0: It, it would have been like, probably in like a, uh, like in a grindhouse kind of setting. That would probably have yeah. been like the only time he would have been seen it. It, it would have only just like kept on the B movies.
1: I don't know because we got movies like the terrifier where he's literally chopping people in half while smiling. And I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I still think this movie if it were to be just released today and never released in the seventies, I, it might be just fine.
0: (laughs) I I think it would be a little bit more like strict. I, I think the ideal of the writing would have been a little bit curved to be a little bit more PC though. Yeah, yeah
1: yeah
2: it was the too 70s too. was
0: definitely a different era within itself so
1: for sure <laughs> Yeah. for sure
2: i could see that and like my argument is well we have like a series like the purge which is like incredibly crazy concept of a franchise but maybe just the content alone of exorcism with it being religion based would probably put some people at uh in a, in a, in a, in a position to be like, ah, maybe we shouldn't show that. Uh, But like back, back then they just, it seems like they didn't care.
1: (laughs) No, they didn't. Like you had like, like movies like Wes Craven's last house on the left where, you know, there is a really bad rape scene in there. Like it's really bad. Mm -hmm. You could not get away with that stuff. They did a reboot of that and they actually made the rapes, the rape scene worse in my opinion, in the reboot, Ugh. you you just can't get away with stuff like that these days. Well, no way.
0: There was also a movie with uh, Dakota Fanning that had a rape scene in it as well, and I remember reading like the article that they like really had to make sure that like her parents were like comfortable recording because that that point in time Dakota Fanning was like mm. ridiculously young. So like that's just the thing because the way the culture has like evolved. Now, everybody's aware of everything. So I think that's probably going to be one thing that they would have to tiptoe around with a reboot.
2: Right.
4: What can we do to pay homage to the original, but also, like, keeping socially conscious? Yep. Anybody else got anything uh, you want to relay? Go on once, go on twice.
2: Oh righty is this uh we're on article three right yes perfect because i only have three (laughs) 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 um my my third and final is um a little teaser photo was released for season three of the boys and it teases the return of billy butcher Now I'm going to go ahead and front load. I haven't watched The Boys yet. And for anyone listening, and you're screaming at your car right now or at your phone, why haven't you watched this yet? I promise I will. I just haven't yet. It's on my list. I have a very long list. I'm (laughs) so I'm so sorry. Um, But the uh, so uh, with the season premiere uh, for season three is less than a month away and I guess they're trying to ramp up some excitement for this um, third season. And they released a photo of, um, I guess, I guess the, these are the boys. Uh, If see, this would be so much easier if I saw the show, (laughs) Um, (laughs) but in the image, it shows four characters. You have Billy Butcher who is played by Carl Urban. Legend Um, Frenchie, who is played by a person named Tomer Capon, the female who is played by Karen Fukuhara and Mother's Milk, played by Laz Alonso. Um, And they're in these jumpsuits. They almost look like uh, it reminds me of like um, like a Michael Myers uh, mechanic. Uh, jumpsuit and i'll post pictures on facebook um uh when we when we release this episode of the the photo that is i don't want to say leaked but was was shown um and i scroll down here they talk about uh the trailer is suggested that season three might be one of the most violent and daring yet um so the one thing I have learned from this article is that they are the the boys who is like an anti-superhero team. And then there are the, um, the superheroes of the uh, universe, for lack of better terms. And they're called the Seven. And they are like this universe's Avengers or Justice League. And uh, they are kind of controlled by a corporation or a company like they, they they have like a representative named vo, uh, vo international or VOT international i don't know it's a v-o-u-g-h-t which makes me want to say VOT, but it could also be vo um so uh i guess something happened to billy butcher in season one or two and so they're trying to get everyone excited that uh this guy is still here, and he's ready to chew some bubble gum and take names or something. <laughs> 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 yeah, so with that, I'm gonna pass the floor on to Sarah.
0: God, just um, I have not seen the boys, but uh, whenever I think of like Billy Butcher, like I
4: think of like a uh, a pirate, um, or like. Ye old uh, Jack the
0: Ripper kind of character. Just looking at the picture, though, uh, and I I mentioned this when we were having like a quick rundown yesterday. It's like the picture looked like this is what Squid Game would look like if it was done in North America. Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just like yeah, that 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 would totally be it. Um, it it'll be definitely interesting. Um, maybe I might have to start the series Uh, and it's like really hard right now though because like there's so so many series like everything's becoming a series so it's just like trying to keep up um but like i I like vigilante i like superhero i like crazy fun stuff and i i yeah, uh, probably once I'm done f- finishing watching what, what I'm currently watching right now, I will. Uh, I'll probably switch over to the boys. I like
4: comics; it's good. Yep. Oh, Jar.
1: Um, I have not watched this series. Uh, I need to watch it again. I'm with Sarah on this. I have so many things that I need to watch, and oh, yeah, yeah, like I, I have to pick and choose. You know what I mean? And unfortunately, um. This just didn't make my list. Although this sounds, the premise of sound sounds very, very cool. I, I'm, you know, uh, you know, superhero comic book stuff is right up my alley. It's just that, uh, I honestly kind of forgot about this. Um, I'm glad, to, I'm glad to see that it's doing well enough to get a uh, season three and beyond. And, uh, it, it I, I like Carl Urban. I like what he did uh, with uh, Judge Dredd. That was a fantastic movie. So I'm I'm really going to have to check it out. I am sorry, people, but, um, you know, this is... uh... (laughs) None of us have watched it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Why? Well, and and to our benefit, it is streaming on Amazon Prime. And I can personally say I'm not actively watching anything on prime it's an afterthought right. like when i can't find anything on my other streaming services i'm like oh i do pay for prime so I uh, i don't think to watch it um so maybe this would be the one thing that i watch on prime and and that's probably why it's gone off of all of our radars yeah
0: that's, that is true i don't really rely on prime too much and it's just like it just is part of the service when you subscribe to amazon and you get a bunch of stuff and I think the last series I really watched on Prime was Good Omens. And that was it. Mm. <laughs> like I, mm. I or I rewatched some of the nanny, but like that's just me in living my best nostalgia life. But yeah, I don't <laughs> I
4: don't actively go to Prime to watch things. I I watch on all my other services <laughs> except for that one.
1: Yeah, if I go to Prime, it's usually to find some old school movies that, you know, I want to buy or rent or something. Uh, it's not really to watch series, but uh, I need to watch this thing because I um, I like the, like I said, I love the superhero stuff. I wish they'd make one of, um, oh my gosh, Irredeemable. Have, you, have any of you guys ever read that comic book? No, nah, man. <laughs> it's it's basically, it's, it it involves the superhero team very similar to the Justice League. And they have their own version of Superman. He's called the Plutonian. And he goes evil and basically rules the the planet with an iron fist type of deal. And this team tries to find ways to stop him because uh, he's basically a god. And uh, it's, it's a very, very good story. I, I highly recommend it. I would like to see something like that uh, just because I'm favorable towards that comic book because I love it so much, but I'm gonna have to give this a, a try. Um, so I apologize, guys. None of us have seen this show. It, but um uh, I'm just happy that it's getting us uh I guess it's uh yeah, it's got it's, it's got its third season and premieres in uh less than a month. So let's let's see what happens.
0: Yeah. Uh you know what I actually could deserve like if a series or if not a reboot. Mystery men. That is like one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, like absolutely like blundering superheroes, so uh, maybe not prime, but we, I need more mystery men. <laughs> I I need more shoveler, more Mister Furious, like Heller. I, I I need all that the bowler. So mm-hmm. ideas throwing out there, and also a sponsorship for some rogue beer. This this, this, <laughs> is, this is why you come here.
4: Yeah. for all the <laughs> ideas.
0: Uh actually I didn't do my second one. So uh I'll Oh keep, uh, shoot! Sorry. No no, that was totally on me. Like I was just kind of like in the, in the vibe of chatting about other things. Uh Wait,
2: now you get to double head. I do because <laughs> I'm going to go
0: with the whole idea of sticking with the comic books and superheroes. Uh Guardians of the Galaxy. It's done. It's over. They finished filming. It's all done, wrapped up. Now obviously they've got the long haul of doing edits and stuff like that. But uh even Dave Bautista, who plays Drax, um, got a little little uh emotional, not like full blown, but kinda kinda got them feels because like uh he's it was the movie that kind of like projected his film career. So essentially like as soon as uh, Guardians finished wrapping up he went to another movie. And then like once it really set in that he was a Going back to Guardians, uh, that kind of hit him a little bit. Uh, James Gunn said it took him everything he had to not break down and cry while on set. Mm. Like he knows he still has the editing process, but just being there with everyone um, was kind of like sentimental moment for him because obviously three movies, many years in between, like people that you kind of like make a small family. So it was just like that kind of like seeped into him. Uh, now it's not like a hundred percent all bad because there's still um that holiday special that's supposed to be coming out on Disney plus. So uh, I think that's also finished recording as well, but like, it's not just going to be guardians three. We're done. We're getting guardians three and then a holiday special. Um, Chris Pratt went home after filming, just to spend some time with his family. They surprised him with cake. So I think he's going to take some time to wind down because, like, Jurassic World just came out. He just finished filming. So it's probably time for a little home time for him. And most of the cast are hinting that they're at the end of the run with their characters. Um, They're not really sure if they're going to ever reprise their role. Um. Here afterward, I, I think maybe now that like it is ended, if they decide to reboot the cast or have like some other MCU thing, that they will not be coming back to uh reprise their character, especially uh Nebula. She's she's kind of teetering on the fact, but I think uh, especially with Dave, Drax is done. Pretty sure Chris Pratt's gonna just move on from. Being uh, Star Lord, so it's it's definitely a sad moment for them. But hey, at least we know we'll be getting what we can expect from what they've said so far. Is probably the most emotional uh, script that they've had for an MCU because like the cast was so like close knit. So, but you never know. Uh, we might still have Vin Diesel as Brute because nobody else
2: can do Groot like Ben Diesel does.
0: I am Groot. Grizz, what do you think?
2: Uh, Yeah, it's kind of sad to hear that, you know, this could be the end of that team. Uh, The Guardians aren't necessarily my favorite um, story arc to follow, but I do appreciate it for what it's worth. And it introduced us to a whole other side of, marvel characters for the mcu um, that i don't think they could have done any other way really maybe they could have taken the you know long journey through captain marvel or something but the the guardians really helped that avenue of like introducing all these other galaxies and other worlds and all that fun stuff um i i i'm just going to say it now like i i would really like to see a uh, too fast, too galaxy, furious.
3: <laughs> Groot driving cars.
2: <laughs> with Groot, with the Groot speed racing, uh, the, the Guardian ship. Um, and Rocket has to build him a 10 second or a 10, 10 parsec spaceship. Sorry, I'm trying to squeeze as many Fast and the Furious references Oh man, <laughs> you
0: know what? They should also have, like, you know, Dwayne The Rock Johnson coming in as Black Adam. Yes. <laughs> wow. And they is, just yeah. they just
2: smolder right. at one another.
1: Pile it all in there. Yeah. We are family. I, I am Groot. We yeah. are family. Yeah. Right.
0: Actually, you never turn your
1: back on family. Yeah.
0: That that was a yeah. thing. I, I think we might get one other word from Groot. Uh, yeah. That that might be a thing that's going to be happening in that. So that'd be really funny yeah he says family cool i'm gonna just like i'm gonna piss myself laughing like (laughs) nobody else in the theater will be like oh it's very touching and i'm just gonna be like thinking back to this moment i'm like
2: (laughs) yeah no i mean if i'm being honest uh the movies are actually really entertaining um i guess to like round out my uh, beginning thoughts i never really cared for the the comic story. Uh I will say like the the MCU adaptation of the Guardians stories uh are <laughs> really, really good. And James Gunn's a great, you know, uh director and and all of that. So it's gonna be sad to see see these uh this team dismember because you really I feel like they really could stretch their legs now with like this next phase of Marvel and like Thor is going on his fourth movie so why not do a Guardians 4 but if everybody's like their contracts are ending and no one wants to sign up like I get that side of it but if I was a, a nerd for 30 seconds like just do it
0: <laughs> I love how you said they're yeah. going to dismember people like <laughs> that's that's going to be interesting
2: Break breaking the oh, band apart
0: <laughs> take a couple of limbs off yeah it's all good that that that's how mcu rolls right
1: oh yeah yeah
3: chair
0: what do you think
1: this is this is kind of sad i mean you know this is kind of um you know we 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 saw of course the original avengers team and we saw them wave kind of goodbye at the end of endgame there you know spoiler alert if you've not seen that movie i guess but um I just feel like that phase which includes Guardians um is is ending. It it's you know they're 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 trying to keep the Marvel train going but they know they can't keep it with the same characters. They they had a good run but uh yeah, I'm excited for this movie. Um and, and I understand where James Gunn is coming from because you know, this has been kind of his world and his thing for you know better part of the last decade pretty much and um that would be bittersweet to say goodbye you know what i mean um especially when you have built such a a, a friendship with these actors and actresses and you know you got you all have worked so hard on on making these movies and they they have you know the the guardians team <clears throat> before they were marvelized uh, as i'm calling it or just Dis- disney um, they were a seedless team. Like they were really not that popular. And to be honest, when I first heard the movie was being made, I thought guardians of the galaxy, like, are you kidding? You're you're not like doing X-Men you're doing this, you know? So I, but then I saw the movie and I said, okay, this was, I, I like this movie. It's, it's very, very charming. It's funny. What a good movie. So um, I'll be sad to see this team, you know, dismembered and their heads put on pikes. Um, no, but uh, I'll I'll be sad to see these guys go, and uh, we'll we'll see what happens to the characters. And I've I've really enjoyed the addition the addition of Thor kind of being with the Guardians. It's him and uh, Star Lord's. Uh, <laughs> they're back and forth with each other. It's really it's really really funny, and uh, of course, it looks like we're going to get more of that. We're going to get some more Guardians team and uh the upcoming thor movie love and thunder so uh yeah i mean it's 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 gonna be sad but it's gonna be exciting and we'll see what happens that's all i got
0: yeah no that was <laughs> fine i was just like i didn't know if you were thinking in the middle of the thing well at least we know as always elinda she'll now be free for avatar 3
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. true true yeah in fifteen years. In
0: fifteen years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, it's it's definitely sad, but I'm I'm actually kind of glad that this is their point. Like they're not going to make it stale. They they brought light to a comic series that wasn't overly well known. Um, yeah. and of course it has like one of the most bitchin' soundtracks like ever. So I'm very very excited to see what we're gonna get for the soundtrack this time around. Uh, And it introduced a lot of uh,
4: really great music to the younger generation who may not usually listen to classic rock. Just depends,
0: like, how old your parents are. But, like, that was something I grew up with. My kids grew up with it. And, like, now, like, some of, like, fantastic songs have become popular again just
4: due to this shift that Guardians have brought in and now, like, Mostly MCU follows that uh, trend.
1: Yeah. So.
4: Yes. All right.
0: Scream for me, jazz. Scream.
1: Okay, we're going back to the uh, Scream universe here, kids. So this was actually broke today. Um, I just posted this. I I posted this to the team here before, right before the show because it literally just published an hour ago. But uh, Hayden uh, Panettiere. Gosh, I wouldn't butcher that last name. She is set to reprise her role as Kirby uh, in the upcoming Scream 6. She was Kirby in, uh, uh, obviously, Scream 4. And I recently watched that movie, rewatched that movie, um, uh, I don't know, about not even a month ago. And uh, that movie's actually, you know, I forgot. I I didn't like it when it came out um, because it was kind of a, I didn't like the new characters that they brought in but after the you know rewatching it I actually enjoyed it. I did like Scream 4 and I really liked her character. I really liked the character of Kirby a lot. So she and she's a fan favorite. So this will be awesome to see her come back what her role is for Scream 6 we don't know. Um so yeah, I mean the more the merrier because I we'll see, you know, We'll see what ghostface has in store for this crew again and uh i'm i'm excited for the for for kirby coming back and i think uh uh hayden uh Panetti, gosh anyways i i i i she's kind of been out of the limelight for a while she had a she had a she had a child and kind of stepped back um she was in the show nashville she did uh heroes which is a great show by the way ice princess and, uh, obviously scream Four, And now she's back as, as Kirby in scream six. So I'm really, really excited for it. And, uh, yeah, that's, this has been something that people have wanted and I don't know if they're bringing her back for fan service. I hope that's not it, but, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. What do you guys, uh, what do you guys think? Chris, go ahead.
2: Uh, I was getting ready to Google, um, what she looked like because i i have not seen scream Four in such a long time that i
1: go um, to the go to
2: the discord and just click on that link that's fair that's a good idea good idea you're so smart <laughs> um and i feel bad because i probably oh i recognize her she didn't she also play on like that show heroes or something yeah she
4: wasn't heroes it, yeah yeah
1: yeah if yeah. you, you listen to what i said then you would have heard that I'm sorry. I was typing.
0: <laughs> he's, he's dismembering people right now.
2: Yeah, I was dismembering you're right. People. He's I, is was just also, I was also petting my dog. So I kind of like zoned out for 30 <laughs> seconds. I'm sorry. Personal Zen
0: space. You're uh, a good boy. Oh, man.
1: Well, hopefully now, hopefully the rest of our listeners just didn't zone out on my thoughts there. But. No, no,
2: no. No, that was... That was all me. I'm also like almost done with this beer, so like I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay.
0: Petting the dog and drinking Normally, beer. Like- normally
2: my brain turns to soup, but tonight my brain is just liquidating out of my ears.
0: <laughs> it's all that chocolatey taste.
2: I know. Um, no, this would be fun. I like I like when you know they reintroduce or bring back legacy characters, like I mentioned earlier. Uh, when, you know, some of those characters came back for Scream 5. So uh, she's a really good actor. I I don't remember her character from Scream 4, if I'm being honest, but uh, I think it'll be a really good performance no matter what. Um, So, yeah, bring on legacy characters. Let's go.
0: I hear Kirby and all I can think is, ah! (laughs)
2: <laughs>
0: I know. Hi. I, hi. <laughs> um no, uh I don't know Hayden Pantery uh too well in the idea of Scream, but I do know she does have what it got for voice acting cuz she's like Chiari in Kingdom Hearts and uh she's also in the horror game Until Dawn. So I Going based on her voice acting, I'd be like, yeah, she's got this Um, fan favorite. Sure. Why not? We're doing the fan service. We have cast coming back. Why not add a throwback to uh, a movie prior? That's not part of the original cast. Um, but yeah, if she's she's had a highs and lows in her career and obviously after having a kid, that's no uh, easy task, especially in hollywood so uh no um you do it hayden you got this yeah,
1: yeah i mean i think it's cool because they're kind of they're kind of you know scream four for the longest time was kind of the redheaded stepchild if you want if you want to call it that oh thank not you not many people not many people enjoyed it um but now it's kind of getting some love i mean people are rewatching it going you know this really wasn't that bad um and I think she was a big part of that. So I, I'm 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 happy in it. and I like what they're doing, tie, kind of going back and tying some not using just legacy characters. They're taken from other other, you know, from the fourth film as well, which doesn't get a whole lot of love. So I'm excited for that. I don't the only thing I don't like her name, I because yeah, every time I see Kirby, I always think of Kirby. Uh, they could have gone with something else other than Kirby. How many girl Kirby's do you know? I know of zero.
0: Two. I know I know two. Okay, well that's okay.
2: Well, there you go. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Touché. I know I only know one, and I believe it's her last name, but everyone okay. calls her Kirby. Kirby. And I don't yeah. actually personally know her. It's like a friend of Michelle's from college, and she talks about her sometimes. So um
1: but yeah, I know of one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know <laughs> uh when did yeah, scream so, 4 come out
1: that came out i think 2014 2014 is when that no excuse me 2011 oh okay way off uh
0: let, let's just take a quick gander here because if, if a lot of people are saying that it was kind of like eh, let's let's take a look at other horror movies that came out around the same year uh mm-hmm. the remake uh, the remake of the thing uh, Cabin in the Woods, Red Riding Hood, uh, the remake of Fright Night, uh, Darkest Hour, Silent House, Final Destination 5, The Human Centipede 2, yeah, I, I can, I can see that just falling at the wayside because it, most of these, Ghost
2: Rider, Spirit of Avenger,
0: oh yeah, Ghost Rider, yeah, there's, there's a horror movie thing, <laughs> I don't even think that had Nickel Cage in it either, did it?
3: I think uh, it did. Uh, no, you yeah, know
2: what? It, did. it did. Oh, yeah, okay. But like,
0: there was quite a few, and it, it probably just kind of got like you know pushed into that. Uh... <gasps> Blood rain, third Reich came out at the same time. I love that movie. Um, it, it probably just kind of got pushed into like the cookie cutter. This is what everything else is doing at this point in time, and just kind of like was like, yeah, because everything else was doing the exact same thing. Because like all these posters relatively look like they could be in the same
2: looks like the same artist designed them right <laughs> between the priest the thing scream for and final destination it looks like it came out of the same studio yeah <laughs> I,
0: I think the only one that like really just kind of like pops out to me as like vastly amusing is um attack on the block or attack the block attack of the block and chop <laughs> like those are the only ones except for blood rain as well blood Rain, third reich was obviously mm. a big movie but yeah everything kind of just kind of looked like eh, yeah this is around Two, all at the same time so 2011
1: it, was not a good time for horror
0: so yeah um, paranormal activity 3 came out too so it,
2: it and the girl with a dragon tattoo it could have gotten overshadowed by like a handful of these movies yeah
0: so it's probably like those, maybe go back, watch it again and be like, think about it either from today's standards or what you would have thought from 90 standards and you've been like blown away. Be like, oh my God, look at this thing. Like there's yeah. so much better than it was, but yeah, it 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 probably could have just been a happenstance of the time. It, right. It's, it's kind of hard to believe, but this was like 11 years ago, man.
2: Right. <laughs> like yeah, a lot has was. changed
0: since then so it's it amazing how sure.
2: a little bit of time and distance from something makes make can make you appreciate it yeah. you know like ah this wasn't that bad or or you know and i don't know i haven't i haven't seen it in a while so yeah now definitely. i'm looking at this page and i want to watch all of these movies uh, <laughs> well i,
1: I think can tell so. you hellraiser my my oldest daughter and i we had kind of a scream um we had kind of a scream <laughs> like movie marathon we watched the first two then like a couple of weeks later we watched the third one and then nice. she was done after that <laughs> i watched the fourth one by myself uh, uh just to get myself ready for five and um because i honestly i would forgotten about four I'd really kind of just forgotten what happened so um i was really pleasantly surprised with how much i liked four so if you've not seen that in a while um and you just went straight to Scream 5, I would watch I would go back and watch 4. <laughs> Sorry, my dog is acting a fool. Um I would go back and rewatch 4. Um just because I I it's it's it it doesn't get the hate. It shouldn't get the hate that it it shouldn't get the hate it's getting in my opinion. So, you know, go back and rewatch it and and kind of just watch it with fresh eyes. And see what you think. I, I again, I, I really liked Kirby Reed. I thought she was a good character, and I'm happy to see her come back. So there you go.
0: All right. Um. Yeah, I wouldn't watch Hellraiser Revelations because that was just the first Hellraiser that Doug Bradley was not Pinhead. So that would be the only movie out of that list I would probably not watch. Everything else looks dreadfully bad. I'll watch that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Red Riding Hood. Right. Oh yeah. Who was? <laughs> I feel like that was uh, Uh, Dakota Fanning. (laughs) I want to say that was Dakota Fanning in that one. Uh, Was it?
2: I forget her name.
0: Oh no, it was Amanda Seyfried.
2: That's right. Yeah, yeah. she's in. She's in Mean Girls.
0: Yes. All right. Well, maybe maybe we'll have like a little uh, bad horror fest, and we'll just watch everything from 2011. That way, Scream Four might look a little bit better.
2: It would look look a lot better. That's that's a journey I'm willing to go on.
0: Let's do it. Uh, Sticking with... I wouldn't really consider a horror theme uh, per se for my last one here, but not everybody is a fan of musicals. I adore musicals. And we all know the recent flop of a musical, unfortunately, Andrew Lloyd Webber's Cats, was... Mm -hmm choice um there's definitely been a lot of fantastic uh musical adaptation movies some okay adaptation movies like phantom of the opera by joel schumacher that was i don't say i hate it but it's just it it makes me feel weird um so our next one is wicked and they are doing a adaptation of that but the show itself is only like Two and a half hours long. Act one, intermission, a sneezing cat in the background, and if you could hear that, I am so sorry. She's like sneezing up a like storm. So two dogs and a sneezing cat. Oh my god, cat! Casoon height. So two and a half hour show. Act one,
4: intermission. Act two. Nothing more, nothing less. And this movie is going to be in two parts.
0: And Mm. I feel like that's slightly unnecessary considering uh, most musical adaptations have done the whole movie hours. And we have movies like The Batman, which is three hours. So it's just like I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm pretty sure you could do the whole two and a half hour musical and even like cut it down like Rent. Rent was a fantastic musical adaptation movie. And the whole show was in that time frame. They made it work. Like you just had to write around it. Um, but they were thinking about slating the first half December 2024 and the second half 2025 for December. Uh directed by John M. Chu. Uh, and this is where it gets a little weird for me. Um, Glenda the Good Witch. And the Wicked Witch of the West, uh, also known as Alphaba in the musical. Um, in the, the stage production, they were actually really fantastic Broadway stars. One, Alphaba and Dina Menzel. Everybody knows Dina Menzel's voice now, especially uh, she was in rent. Uh, she, she, she was uh, Maureen. And she was also Elsa from Frozen. So let it go. Everybody knows, you know what Indina Menzel's voice sounds like. So mm. she's she's a powerhouse, and especially when she d- does Define Gravity, like ridiculous tingles, goosebumps, and everything. And then uh, Kristen Chenoweth was Glenda the Good Witch. That's your original cast for your main two characters. Obviously, the cast there's way more characters. They're going to school, uh, the University of Shiz. I know it sounds weird, but um, this is where the two meet and become really good friends, and this is like the background story before, obviously, Wizard of Oz even becomes a thing. And so the casting is where it gets a little weird for me. Uh, Glenda the Good Witch,
4: Christine Chenoweth as the original, her movie actress is going to be Ariana Grande
0: I know she can sing I know she was in a TV show on Nickelodeon I don't put her in that role at all like I have nothing against her or anything like that it's just just the way Glenda is in the stage production is very far from what Ariana Grande is so I I feel like the shoes are double the size that she'd have to put on and then we have Cynthia uh, Irville. She is one I'm actually looking forward to because she is from Broadway. She does do Broadway productions, so I feel like going after like Indina Menzel. Um, she was in the Color Purple sister act. She's been on the West End, so she knows what she's doing. I have no, uh, I like I have no qualms with that whatsoever because uh she's been there. She knows. She she knows the method, she knows the music. Ariana Grande, not really a musical theater type of performer. Like I know she does like her impersonations with Selene on and stuff like that. But I've never heard her perform an actual Broadway tune. Most of her stuff is pop. And so I'm I'm a little conflicted there. I'm very conflicted as why they're deciding to do this as a two part movie, especially since the biggest song in the production will be the end of the first movie, Defying Gravity, the pinnacle of Bus' life before intermission. So I feel like once you hit that part, everybody goes to see that song. Then there, there is definitely more like to the second act, but I think after that, like the interest will be gone because you go up crescendo and then you don't, you don't come back down from it. You just end the movie and then you have to start flat. There's no intermission music to keep you going. So that's my thought. Grizz, what do you think? Yeah, I, I,
2: I have lots of thoughts. So I've seen, I have seen wicked, on Broadway uh, it came to Cincinnati was it earlier this year or last year I, I saw it recently uh, and Michelle would be mad at me for not remembering but like my brain just doesn't hold all that all the time so um, <laughs> I don't like the idea of it being split into two parts I don't I don't believe that that's necessary and to your point like the the second act after you come back from intermission Like it's, it's more of just an emotional ride and there's, there's not, in my opinion, there's not a big, you know, crashing of the symbols type of number really. Um, you know, you, you, if anyone's seen the show, you know what happens. Um, and, and like that is emotional, but, uh, I agree with you. If you end the first part at divine gravity, I'm not coming back for part two. Right? (laughs) Like I'm going to go get my drink and then like go to the after party. Like I'm out. (laughs) Um, Ariana Grande for Glinda. I, I can accept because she's not playing Alphaba who I think is more important to have the better vocals. I'm not saying Ariana Grande doesn't have good vocals. She, she can sing. Um, But I, I don't have full faith in her acting ability um you know considering uh, like broadway shows are typically both really good focal artists and really good actors if you like honestly i think that they're really good at both and um they probably attached her to it for like having their one big name uh maybe i don't know i don't know their motives but um it's not my first choice. I, I would have maybe picked someone else. I don't have a choice, but it's not my first one. <laughs> um, so it, it'll it be interesting. Uh, we'll probably watch it with, you know, Michelle works in the Broadway industry. So we'll probably go watch it. Uh, I'll probably like it. Um, but it will be interesting because I know through Michelle that there's, kind of a backlash with separating it into two parts. Uh, I get wanting to like dive deeper into the story because Wicked, it comes from a book, right? It is. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, Broadway musicals are typically 90 minutes, but like, even then, like you're getting a two and a half hour spot. Like, how can you not do it in two and a half
4: hours?
0: I I feel like also they're going to try to flush it out with more
4: more uh spoken word yeah and then i mean it I will guess. just kind of like
0: and now here's the music number and now we're talking and, you again. know they're
2: probably they're probably gonna write a new song too so we can get nominated for like right you know an oscar or whatever um i forget what it's maybe it is an oscar i just know that they have to have an original song
0: oh yeah they'll definitely it's definitely an oscar i think you were thinking of the tonys but that's strictly for the Stage production.
2: (laughs) Right, 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 right. Um, But yeah, uh, oh, I know, I know the Oscar is the award, but I think in order to be nominated, they have to have an original song. Yes. Um, So they'll probably cut some music, some like lesser, like less popular songs and, and write in a few new ones or whatnot. Uh, We went and saw, this is adjacent to what we're talking about. But we went and saw Dear Evan Hansen in theater and I, we might even own it uh, It's one of her favorite uh, Shows on Broadway And I, I don't want to say I don't like that show It's just very anxiety driven Because of the content of that that, that uh, show yeah. And so like the whole time I saw it the first time um, I was literally like palms were sweaty I was like oh my god This is terrible <laughs> Like not bad Like the the story is good It's just like what's happening is so wrong That I'm like <laughs> freaking out <laughs> so uh when they did that on a you know in a movie like it worked not everyone loved it and that's what's gonna happen to wicked it's not gonna be everyone's cup of tea um but like i said a minute ago i'll probably end up watching it
0: palm sweaty mom spaghetti yeah <laughs> <laughs> i i feel like though like i don't know with the whole writing a individual song for that like that That just kind of reminds me of phantom of the opera so they also a rewrote the script a bit um to try to mush it back into uh, a movie format but they changed a few things so phantom of the opera before intermission the chandelier hits the stage fantastic thing if you're at the stage production like if you can get a front row seating or somewhere close like to orchestra the chandelier mm-hmm. literally will drop from the ceiling to the stage some places they don't have a speed limit on that like that thing will like full force like stream straight straight road to the stage i think in canada it has to remain uh i think it's it has to be anywhere from like What 20 kilometers an hour (laughs) to hit the stage? Some places like I know when Las Vegas did it, they just went whoop and it just like crashed to the thing. But of course it's it's built to collapse. But uh, but that was that's breaking point was poor fool, he makes me laugh. And after all I ask of you, and the chandelier comes down. Then we have the intermission, then you go into the second half of the thing. But uh They did write their own song, I think, that they were trying to do for uh, getting that Oscar nomination. It was Learn to Be Lonely. And the part that makes me laugh the hardest about it was Minnie Driver plays La Carlotta. Relatively sizable role for Phantom of the Opera. She's the original diva for the opera Populaire. And she's very jealous of Christine and has like one of like the most commanding vocal parts. Like Christine has some sizable like high note, but Carlotta like has like this really selfish character. And like she has to really be able to command the stage just with her voice alone. And (laughs) Minnie Driver is a vocalist. She does sing. She does have albums. And it made me
4: laugh really hard because she doesn't actually sing in the movie at all. She lip syncs any song part. Uh, Think of Me, Prima Donna.
0: They got somebody who actually plays La Carlotta on stage to record and then Mini Driver just lip synced. And then Mini Driver was the one that sang Learn to Be Lonely, which was the song written for the movie. <laughs> it was just like it's it's so weird because you wanted to have this big name. Now I'm like looking at Ariana Grande, and it's just like, here's your big name. Here's somebody who's in pop music. Are we gonna have like a La Carlotta kind of situation where somebody who's known for like more pop music? Instead of doing a Broadway musical, It's just uh, either failing at life or lip syncing, <laughs> and I right. r- really hope that they don't do what they did with Lemis. Mm. Did do you know how they recorded Lemis? Uh,
2: they recorded that like on while they were uh, filming, right?
0: They recorded. Live, yeah, 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 yeah. and like that's one of the reasons why, like, they
2: basically treated it like it was a stage performance, right?
0: Yeah, and like Russell Crowe, he he does sing, he is in his own band, but because, like,
2: he shouldn't have sang that part, (laughs)
0: oh, especially the stars, like (laughs) it, but over and over again, it was one take, okay, here we go, we're gonna sing it again, and even, um, uh, Hugh Jackman said it was ridiculous, he can and he has played jean valjean on yeah, stage yeah. he does perform live in broadway like uh especially uh the the boy from oz and like uh he also had another one the greatest show on earth and stuff like that mm-hmm. he does sing he is a broadway actor and having to constantly sing over and over again not letting your voice stay warm you're like Forcing your voice to constantly work, singing the same thing over and over again to go with the movie, I thought that was like one of the worst ideas they had ever had. Like, it's physically exhausting. You're you're trying to sing and try to do things at the exact same time while acting, which is fine, but because movie acting is so different than Broadway acting, everything's choreographed to go with you. So, you sing and you're like, oh, I'm going to move my arm first and then I'm going to sing the line or I'm going to dance and sing the line, but I'm not going to lift up this wagon or pull the flag and like do like all this heavy lifting stuff while trying to sing. Like, right. it, and of course, like there were harsh conditions. They were in cold weather. They were like tired as all crap trying to sing when if they would have just recorded and
4: then did the movie itself. I feel like it would have worked a lot better. Sweeney Todd was great. I I know Mm -hmm. uh, the way that Tim Burton did that.
0: I I thoroughly enjoy. It had so much essence of the stage production, but it was also a film at the same time. Worked perfectly. Um, The one thing that made me laugh really hard about wicked though, is like they were trying to get some input of audience members. And like almost unanimously, everybody has decided to vote no to James Corden showing up in yes. this film, which I thought was absolutely freaking hysterical because. No, I'm in
2: agreement, in agreement with that. I,
0: I, who was he in Cats? I have not watched Cats. I refuse to watch I Cats. I Cats is actually one of my favorite stage productions. I'm a huge Andrew Lloyd Webber fan. I've seen Cats a couple of
4: times in theater and not talking about movie theater. I've I've been to the stage production a few times. I think he was for Jones.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure. We we boycotted that movie. Uh As after you should. in after Into the Woods, we we both agreed like we don't need to do that to ourselves.
4: You know what needs I, a musical movie? Mm. Book of Mormon. <laughs> I would I would watch that.
0: <laughs> Actually directed by Trey Parker and Matt Stone. I yeah, would I, you'd have to love that.
2: Yeah, that's I would. Oh my god! You
0: know, you know what kills me on that as well. Hmm. The same people who helped write the music for Book of Mormon were the same husband and wife duo that wrote all the music for Frozen. Nice. (laughs) So it's just like that's fantastic. It's so good, but oh man, Book of Mormon. Oh
2: no, Joseph! I'm not gonna say the rest.
0: (laughs) Uh, I also love Hasadiga Iwai, one of my favorite songs (laughs) of all time. So freaking funny. And so uh, Matt and Trey, if you are listening, uh, we need your adaptation of Book of Mormon. And don't do it in a two-part movie, please.
1: Please. Please.
0: (laughs) All right. Jer has gone to check on the goat. So no, uh, I'm, I've oh. I've been here the whole time. Oh, you've been my here. God. Oh, so then what do you my think?
1: Dog, <laughs> yeah, my dog, uh he's going nuts. I don't know what's going on with him, but um, it's because you fed, fed him mostly. all that
0: goat pizza. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess it's it's all the goat. What do you think I've about movie
0: him? musical movies?
1: I don't like them.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh, that's why he's like, yeah, I'm gonna go take out the dog while we're talking about musicals. And we're gone. No, no,
1: it's not because of that. No, I, I I'm not a fan of musicals. The only the only ones I really truly enjoyed um, were Wizard of Oz, if you want to call that a musical, and um, I really enjoyed La La Land a lot. Yeah, but um, other than that, man, I, it's just not my thing. I don't get into we're talking and now we're going to just, you know, randomly sing. I I just, I can't get
0: into it. it and now like we that. can randomly sing.
1: Right.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I can, I can see how that's like an acquired taste for sure. Yeah. So uh,
1: I'm not into it. Um, I am a huge uh, land of Oz person. Like I love, I love the books. Um, uh, I love return to Oz. The, you know, the, the long awaited sequel, the wizard of Oz. I love that a lot. Uh, I don't know. I don't really know anything about Wicked because it's a musical. My brain immediately goes no. <laughs> so I don't really know much about it. Um,
0: so essentially, when I go yay sports, you're like yay musicals. Exactly. exactly right. I really. Yay sports ball. Yay. Yeah. Go go yeah. Sp- go sports. <laughs> yeah. Go
3: sports
1: team. Yeah. Yeah. Go go singing people.
0: Go go song. Yeah, go- <laughs>
1: yeah it's it's just it's the same thing yeah
2: that's Um, funny
1: so yeah i mean teach their own i'm not going to sit here and bash people that love musicals or whatever that's your thing it's just not mine unfortunately plus it's a fan
2: base you don't want to make mad so like they're they're almost like like (laughs) that fan base is like star wars fans man
1: (laughs) yeah you know i i have a little theater background i've been in four theater shows not one of them were (laughs) a musical thank god but uh, and and the sad part is that our, the theater that I perform in sometimes, um, that's all they want to do anymore is musicals. And I, I'm really disappointed by it. Um, they're getting ready to do Little Shop of Horrors.
4: Yeah. Um, oh, I yeah. love
0: Little Shop. So much fun. I, I,
1: I like the movie. I will say I do like that movie. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm just like, oh, come on, bro. <laughs> but. Um, no, I, I'm just I'm out on it. I I won't see this. I won't be seeing this in the theater, uh, unless it just I see the previews and I'm like, holy crap, I've got to see that. You know, because I we my my wife made me made me watch La La Land. She was like, or no, you know what? I can't remember. Maybe I'm like, yeah, I kind of want to watch it because it's getting really good reviews. So I watched it on just off that and fell in love with it i was like that was really good but the opening sequence i was I, I instant eye roll dude i was like oh my god here we go you know so but uh i mean I, I need to keep an open mind because i do love i really do love the land of oz um and so i i need to keep an open mind i i just don't i don't know anything about the story but we'll see what happens
0: i, I think you'd dig it um, Wicked is definitely very in-depth especially if you like Oz lore Um, but yeah well you still have to watch Rocky Horror Picture Show that is a must yeah
1: you see that's another reason probably a reason why I've never watched that movie is because it's singing <laughs> why do we need to sing
0: uh, so I think you'd like it yeah I do. It, it, it's it's a category all on its own it just happens to be a fantastic obscure uh, rock musical <laughs> yeah
1: I and I apologize to all you that are listening that are music lover you know you know music mu- musical lovers I, I I just not my thing homies <laughs> uh,
0: well so. there there are some musicals out there that I absolutely hate and like I could not get into the tv show Glee I could not get into oh, the high school musical movies like so the, it's definitely not for everybody but there's even people who like musicals that really hate some musicals <laughs>
1: fair enough fair enough you know
0: all right let's move on to the next one uh so box office numbers for this week who wants to do the honors
2: uh I have them pulled up if uh if you want me to go for it
1: give her go for it yeah um I don't have it
2: so Uh, I'm reading this off of the numbers.com and in the slot number one, we have coming in strong Dr. Strange in the multiverse of madness.
1: Oh, yes. We didn't see that coming.
2: Right. With $187 million this past weekend. Holy moly. That's a lot. Okay. Um. Damn and, it, Marvel. <laughs> right, right. They're just swinging for the fences so at this point. Yeah. Um, let me see. If I scroll, I just was curious. Oh, uh, Batman. I scrolled down. Batman rounded out at 369 million domestic. um.
0: Not so, this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, like no. That total. was like
2: that's its total. Yeah. That's its total. <laughs> so like, like uh, the fact that this movie was like more than or right around half of what <laughs> that total did. Yeah. Like that's awesome. Um, so good job, Doctor Strange and Scarlet Witch. Uh number two is previous number one holder, The Bad Guys. Um, this is a animated film, I believe. Um and it, it looks pretty good. I, I want to watch it. I'm so behind on movies that, like, I just need to literally take a day and just go, like, start at 12 o'clock and just, like, stay there. give Like, pay, pay the pay the ticket counter, like, 30 bucks and just watch, like, three films.
0: <laughs> just walk in with, like, um, a pillow and a blanket. Just sleep yeah. there until the next day. Watch whatever comes yeah. on the next day.
2: Exactly, um, and then it, oh, I didn't even say the number. Sorry, Bad Guys is number two, and that raked in nine million dollars uh, this this past weekend. Um, Sonic Two is in the third slot with six million. Fantastic Beast uh, has um, fallen down to spot number four uh, with four four point two million. Everything, Everywhere, All at Once is our five slot with three, three and $3.5 million. Uh, the Northman, which I was so excited when we were covering on trailers, and I'm disappointed I haven't gone yet, um, with a $2.8 million this last weekend and fell from the fourth slot down to number six. Um, the Lost City is at $2.7 million in number seven. And the unbearable weight of massive talent is at number eight with 1.5 million. Uh, memory is in number nine. I'm I'm not sure what this is. It's only been in theaters for two weekends now. It brought in uh 1.3 million. I don't I don't remember what mil- uh, that was. Is.
0: That was the one with uh, Liam Neeson. We were talking about his skill set last week.
2: Oh, that's right. Yeah, taking sixteen.
0: It's
2: taken part sixty. Yeah, yeah, t- yeah, yeah. I think I did make it take. <laughs> yeah. <his joke. laughs>
0: um,
2: Marky Mark and the Father Stew came in at number ten with eight hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars this last weekend, and that was good enough to boot Morbius off the top ten. Thank you, Yay. goodbye, Stew.
1: Morbius.
2: Great job, Father Stew. <laughs> yeah, really,
1: Marky Mark, Marky Mark. What was it called? Marky Mark, <laughs> yeah. Marky Mark, of the Funky Bunch's dad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> Back at oh it again. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh feel it, man. Feel it. Yeah. So feel the, it, yeah, Morbius. that
1: that rounds
2: out <laughs> that rounds out our top ten this week. Yeah, uh, so. For for as little as $7, you can go watch any of those movies. It's not Morbius. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And
0: for a $7 <laughs> refund. <laughs> right. You get your
2: money back
1: for Morbius. Not right, even watching right, right.
0: the movie. Just getting your refund for your time for even just reading the title.
1: Yep. Yeah. Dude, Grizz, I feel you, man. I've got the AMC movie pass. And I still don't go. I mean, I have no time to see. I could it's see tough three, right now. I could see three movies a week and I, it's so hard for me to get to the theater, man. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I hate it. I still have not seen Dr. Strange. I still haven't seen everything everywhere all at once. I, like there's so many good movies out. It's, you know, it, it's ugh, God, it's so hard. I, I hate it. For sure. For sure. <laughs>
2: I, I'm going to try and hit one movie. Um, maybe maybe next week cuz uh this weekend which um this episode's going to come out after this weekend so it doesn't really matter but this weekend i'm super busy but like the last two weekends of this month i'm going to be so open um that i'm just going <laughs> to go to the theater for four days basically saturday and sunday for the next two weekends <laughs>
1: yeah. just ask him just ask him if you could just camp out just like hey. yeah can can I just like stay here for a little while? I mean, cool these seats
2: like recline. You care if I just like bring a pillow and yeah,
1: yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Be like, I'll I'll help myself to like the popcorn machine. It's fine. It's fine. We're yeah. we're friends now. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we are fr- among
2: hit. family. You, yeah.
0: you give yourself like a sponge bath in the bathroom. <laughs> I'll
1: like- <laughs> <laughs> give myself a horse bath. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just gonna be all-
0: like, yeah, no, it's good. But the thing is, like, you're <laughs> fully naked. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. and just standing there and you're just like yeah it's, it's fine and you're just like I hey. just want to clean the stalls sir you're weirding me <laughs> out I, I,
2: I used to drive for a living for a major shipping company I'm no stranger to whore baths in a bathroom <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes
2: indeed especially yes, when indeed. you're the one walking
0: in on them like uh, uh. oh <laughs> right, right. and you're the one that drops the soap <laughs>
2: yeah yeah Wait, why are we both naked? Ah!
0: <laughs> That's just how this happens. As soon as you walk through the door, it's a no-close policy. <laughs> now lock the door quietly. Uh. <laughs> and scrub my back.
2: <laughs> Check, please.
0: <laughs> oh, and The worst part is it's like one of those like roller towels that they used to like have. I think some places actually still might have them. But they're really gross, and it was, like, just a fabric towel on a roll that you would spin.
3: Oh, for real?
0: Yeah, well, Jerry should know what I'm talking about. Like, they were in public bathrooms, so instead of, like, wasting paper, they had this, like, unit that would have, like, this towel that just kind of, like, loops around.
1: Oh, no. And you would just pull... I don't. I don't remember that. I'll no.
0: Have, uh, I'll have to post a picture. Hold on.
2: How does? Huh? Yeah. it it, I Sanitary?
3: How does it clean? <laughs> That's, <laughs> it does the it. That's the problem. Yeah, that was the <laughs> thing. Like, yeah. uh,
2: the uh, immune it, systems of the '70s it, were so much better.
1: It, it doesn't. No. <laughs> yeah. The '80s, Ow. the '70s and '80s, like you, people were smoking everywhere.
3: Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. There's a picture uh, of it here. I'm totally gonna post it really unhygienic gross thing and some people would like wipe their butts on this thing like uh, oh man. D- <laughs> it's really it, really soo- it sounds
2: like an old-fashioned bidet before they turn to
1: water
0: uh not quite <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, no <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna toss it in the rundown
3: there we
1: go. <laughs> oh, interesting. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Don't oh, yeah, it. those were gross. Right? Those were gross, man. So,
2: is the the box contraption supposed to clean it before it comes out the next time? No. no. It, I bet it. I was gonna say I bet it don't. No.
1: <laughs> no. It just held millions upon millions of bacteria inside yeah. of that.
0: The the roller is there, cool. so you could just kind There's, of pull it down to get a, another uh, section. Yeah.
1: What's funny is this woman in the picture looks like she could be from today.
0: Yeah. Right. And it,
2: and she looks photoshopped. Like I don't think she's actually touching that. She no. was probably
0: holding like something else. Yeah. Like the yeah. The, the glow around her does not match anything. Within, no, the like,
2: lighting is off.
0: Yeah, no. And she even I'm like gr- looks sl- slightly grossed out.
2: That's yeah. an ecosystem, and there's uh-huh. an ecosystem in there for sure. There's yeah. like fungi that we have not even discovered yet, right?
0: Exactly, <laughs> like gas, oh gas station, I'm, like sandwich dispensers.
1: I'm glad those are gone. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, uh, Sarah, lead us to the promised land. What's next here?
0: Uh, so we got some trailers that we're gonna talk about. We're gonna save the best for last. So I feel like we're gonna go light to dark to awesome so uh the first trailer uh we watched this movie is coming out it, it's memorial day for you guys this month right
1: uh yeah 31st
0: yeah memorial day weekend uh the hit tv show bobs burgers is getting its first movie um i watched the trailer i'm not a bobs burgers fan Person, but watching the trailer, I kind of felt like it was kind of like touching base with other, uh, whether it's like adult or like, uh, I know Spongebob isn't really an adult movie, but there's there's sometimes in Spongebob that there's like ad- adult suggested like jokes. Um, mm-hmm. it, it kind of felt like Spongebob's first movie. It kind of felt like a lighter version of the Simpsons movie. And then at the beginning of the trailer, it felt like it was trying to do South Park, Bigger, Batter and Uncut, which is a fantastic movie, by the way. I blame Canada is like, one of the best songs ever. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it, it, it actually, it felt, and I just don't know if it's just because I'm not a huge Bob's
4: Burgers fan, it felt kind of lackluster.
1: Yeah. Um, I when this trailer was brought up, I was like, I don't really care. Like I, I'm not a fan of the show. Um, this, I've seen the trailer a couple of times. Um, it didn't, I didn't laugh one time. I just, no, it's not for me. I'm not, I'm not a Bob's burger fan. I'm surprised that they made a movie out of this. Like is there that many people that watch this and I'm sorry if you're a fan uh no offense but uh no,
0: it's fine this man. show sucks
1: like cool. it, it doesn't look good this movie looks does not look good
0: grizz is slightly offended
2: yeah no it's it's cool man.
1: i mean I I, I, look, I I look at you and i feel nothing <laughs> but it's kind of what uh that's kind of what my brain said when we watched the trailer i i feel nothing
2: i've i've seen a few episodes of the show and um Michelle Michelle's watched it more than I have and I feel like it might be trying to be now I'm talking about the show not this movie trailer real quick it seems like it might be trying to be kind of like a cross between family guy level humor and um maybe just like Simpsons kind of like punchline stuff because uh, like it's it's of that realm right like it's not as raunchy as like some of the family Guy stuff but it's definitely more for like a young adult like college age crowd and maybe in that that might I don't know how this is going to sound coming out but like maybe that's why it's a little off your radar because it's like not geared towards like like you as an audience member not right. to say that you wouldn't like that humor, but I'm almost wondering if that that could be it. Because I, the show is not bad. Uh, I definitely don't watch it, but I there's a lot of stuff I don't watch right now. So like right. that's just a that's just a me problem. There's too um, much. Yeah, there are really. Oh my god, there is too much to watch. Uh, I do remember seeing this trailer when I went to see. Uh, I think it was the oh. Batman.
1: No Sonic. Yeah.
2: Uh, so they've been showing it. So I haven't seen Sonic yet. They, sh- I believe, they showed this during Batman and also that, um, um, Tom Holland movie that's like the male version of Lara Croft. Oh, uh, yeah, Uncharted. Sorry, my brain is. <laughs> I
0: love how that's the, yeah. the thought process yeah. you have. Like, yeah. not, yeah. not, we just talked about Marky Mark. Let's go, Tom <laughs> Holland. Yeah, let's go, Lara Croft. Right, right. Yeah,
2: because <laughs> Marky Mark is in that he movie is too. <laughs> Oh man, are these my golden guns? Are these um, my guns? Because there's a golden gun in that movie too. There is, yes. <laughs> anyway, uh I saw this trailer like, like last month or whatnot, and um Yeah, I mean it's got some it's got some humor to it and like the the thumbnail here on the Uh, the link. Uh, I can't remember her name, but the mom is wearing like a a burger costume that she sewed a bikini on. And it's, it's really stupid looking, but it's also like kind of funny.
0: I I would wear that to be honest. (laughs) I just, I just think that maybe like,
1: cause I love family guy. I'm a huge family guy fan, but that was more like that. That show came out at a time where I was in my, you know, mid twenties to late 20s and it just it it stuck with me. Right. Where I think I think I missed the train on Bob's burgers burgers because yeah. I was older and mm-hmm. I was like I already I'm already in a relationship with family guy.
2: No, I get um,
1: that 100%. You know, so maybe maybe I'm being a little harsh on it and that's probably why I didn't you know, immediately go after this this show but um yeah.
2: I kind of felt the same way about American dad. And I believe the same people now. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) So, but I'm not saying I don't, I'm just saying like, initially I was like, eh, I like family guy. And I know, isn't it like the same creators? Yeah. Seth Seth MacFarlane. Yeah. 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 So like, it was one of those things where I was like, eh, I already seen it, you know. Like, it, like I was just being pretentious, but then I gave it a shot, and I was like, "No, this is actually really freaking good." <laughs> <laughs> so uh, maybe maybe it's it could be that for you, but also there's like so many other things that you could watch that it's like, do you really want to add Bob's Burgers to that?
0: <laughs> uh, it's like, I, I feel like too, um, in the sense that Bob's Burgers is probably too late to the game because, like, yeah. it, it's been out since. 2011 so it it's from the scream Four era and uh <laughs> <laughs> so it and then of course like uh we got other shows that overshadow it like rick and morty and stuff like that so i i that's valid i i feel like that also that era kind of came to an end like america dad i absolutely adore family guys started off so great and then i i found once like it came off uh, like after Fox gave it the boot and then re-syndicated it that I felt like okay now they know that like they're not gonna get booted again it brings in too much money we're gonna do whatever we want and then the the comedic juices just kind of came to an end and it was just like the same thing over and over again they were just relying on two characters specifically Stewie and um Brian Brian. Like for the yeah. most part. And of course, like obviously Seth McFarland does like 90% of the voices. But like <laughs> uh I find American Dad was just a little too over the top because it was he was part of the CIA. So it's just like you, you could do whatever. You have Roger who is an alien, ridiculous mm-hmm. characters. And I know
4: Bob's burgers definitely has a cult following. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do believe it does still air.
3: I think it Possibly.
0: does, yeah. Um I think it's like maybe 10, 11, 12, like X amount of seasons. Since it's like yeah. 2011, probably like 12. But um, and it's just like, I, I feel like the boat had already left the pier and they just kind of jumped after it and then is mm-hmm. now like on a dinghy with a very long line to the back of the boat and they still haven't reached it yet and it was just they're they're gonna be floating away at sea. It it doesn't land. If you're a Bob's Burger person, probably will do. But I don't think it'll bring anybody new to the franchise.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. probably not. Yeah. I think this movie was made for like the long the long fans.
0: And I that could have been just a Netflix thing. That could have been like
4: a stream syndication kind of movie instead of trying to like mm-hmm. force it to the theaters. Yeah. Anything else of uh, meaty burger boobs?
2: <laughs> nope. Meaty burger boobs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh,
0: so our next one was Crimes of the Future. Uh, this is a story that takes place... Uh, I couldn't say how near future, how distant future. It, it, it definitely feels like probably within the next 20 to 25 years. Uh, So... uh, Cosmetic surgery is definitely a thing. Uh, And people are becoming absolutely obsessed with it to the point
4: of the bizarre. Um, It's uh, from Neon Studios. And it's interesting.
0: It definitely gave me Repo the Genetic Opera feel without... for those who've seen Repo, uh, it's, it's kind of like the Zydrate. There's a drug that, in Repo, the Genetic, op- genetic Opera, that they would take before surgery and kind of get addicted to it, so, like, surgeries really became, like, a hot commodity. This one is, they physically will add an attribute to themselves, like, there's a dude who had, like, a gazillion ears, or, like, a zipper line in their stomach, like, it it's where they take uh these surgeries for body parts and do it to the extreme, but maybe not the human centipede kind of extreme. Um, <laughs> Vigo Mortensen is in it. Did not look like Mor- Vigo Mortensen at all. I didn't know it was until it popped up on the screen. I was just like, holy crap. It kind of feels like if Repo the Genetic Opera and Pan's Labyrinth got together <laughs> and made a film. I'm actually very curious. I kind of want to watch it. I love these kind of like obscure movies. So what do you guys think?
2: Uh, It was, it was strange. Um, It's, it feels like what the, (laughs) I feel like what they're doing to their bodies and how I felt about it is what like, uh, our parents or grandparents felt when they saw tattoos. I can do that, yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I was like, what are you doing, my guy? Like, you, your skin is so pretty. <laughs> Without all of that. Um, I just
0: want this extra ear, mom. You don't right, understand right. me at all.
2: <laughs> it was never a phase, mom.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, it's very interesting. And... Um, I don't know. I kind of, I kind of got like this. It's clearly like a a weird horror ish, like thriller. I don't know. Just like creepy undertone vibe the whole time. Um, And this was just a teaser, wasn't it? Or was this like the full trailer? Uh,
0: This is the red band trailer.
2: Okay. Um, Yeah. So I, I really, I don't, have a lot to say. I'm just like kind of I feel like I've, you know, got my wind taken out of me after I watched it. I was just like, uh-huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, like I'll be honest, I kind of do want to watch it just to know what the hell I just watched. <laughs> um, but other than that, like, I don't know, it's a weird futuristic body dysmorphia obsession and there was one there was one thing that said like i guess they have some drug or something that has been able to take away pain so that's like the other reason why they're obsessed with like m- modifying their bodies is because they don't feel any pain anymore
0: yeah it's like that xydrate uh, thing in repo the genetic opera is that's why mm-hmm. they get it before they get their uh their plastic surgery because it takes away the pain and then they got addicted to the drug
2: yeah
1: yeah what do you think, Jamie?
2: You uh, going to watch it? Movie party?
1: Man, it, it really looks, <laughs> honestly, yeah, <laughs> probably. It reminds me It reminds me of um, parts of it. I was like, this could be a Nine Inch Nails video for Closer. <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> I got kind I of those that. vibes. Um, I like the no pain aspect because I feel like I'd kind of do the same. I'd start cutting myself open like, oh, cool. Let's see what this does. Um, but it was very, very strange. If I got a 24 vibes the, from, you know, it looked like an a 24 movie. I, I, I kept expecting to see their logo, uh, on here somewhere, but it, uh, it never, it never happened, but, um, it looks very strange. Viggo Mortensen is fantastic. Um, I got, especially when he had the hood up, yeah, I got, um, Satan vibes from him where he played Satan in the prophecy. Um, he was a very creepy Satan, by the way. Um, or Lucifer. But um, this movie looks wild. It looks very, very intense. Uh, it looks. It looks sexual. Uh, like there's not that they're gonna show you know sexual you know sexual things, but that scene where he cuts his stomach open and the girl's like licking on it. (laughs) It's kind of strange. Or whatever she's doing on it, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I don't know. It, there's not really a premise that I noticed. It's just some weird stuff. So I sign me up. I, I'm I'm up for it. Let's let's see what happens. I mean, I, I sat through Hereditary and Midsommar and lived to tell that tale. So <laughs> why not this one? Yeah,
2: me too. Even if I don't go in my attic. <laughs>
0: oh my God. well also yeah. uh this is david cronenberg as well so like well yeah the, there you go the fly is still the, one of the most mentally disturbing things to be in and this world.
1: is i this is right up there this is going to be this modern day age of, of the fly you know what i mean i didn't even realize there's david cronenberg to you Yeah, when now that I see that,
0: yeah, I was just like, I'm like, oh yeah, I was was like, I do actually remember seeing David Cronenberg's thing, but I was like, was he a producer? No, he's the director. (laughs) He directed. That makes
1: that makes total sense. Why this looks so bizarre and wild and yeah, I mean Trent Trent Reznor also very much loved David Cronenberg and a lot of his earlier music videos, he used he wanted that style. Hence, why I thought of, you know, I I just feel like you you could play closer right now to this trailer and it would fit right in. So,
0: you never know. It might, we might get a soundtrack or like a knockoff soundtrack like Nine Inch Nails. Be like, you like Nine Inch Nails? Like, here's a cover band that sounds nothing like them.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Trent Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross, they are composers. They've done a, a crap ton of movies. So, it could be. We'll see. That'd be fun.
0: And Kristen mm-hmm. Stewart was in it too.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Where the heck has she been, man? Uh, Princess been, Diana.
0: Yeah, she was Princess oh, Diana. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's, right. That's she, right. She was
2: coming back from London.
1: She was like, okay, if everybody's gonna forget Robert Pattinson was in Twilight, then everybody's gonna forget that I'm in Twilight too. <laughs> no, we're not.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody remembers uh, uh. the mouth breather who couldn't act with re- a lick. <laughs>
1: Yeah, she's come a long way, man. I, I her acting chops are better these days.
0: Yeah. sorta. Of. <laughs> I'm trying to give her credit, man. I'm
1: now to now her credit. if if she was
2: act like if her bad acting from Twilight was her acting like a bad actor, then like she's really good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but here's here's the one thing that kind of makes me laugh, and it's the only thing I can like kind of bring into with repo and i love repo i don't know if Jim will watch it because it is a musical but it is like full-on really good rock opera like fantastic um and that was directed by david Lynch bosman who did the uh saw movies but uh it's it's funny because they brought in paris hilton <laughs> to play house of wax uh, uh to play um Is it Amber? I think it's Amber, Uh, the heiress to uh, Roddy Largo's um, fortune. Uh, Amber Sweet, yeah, that's her name. And uh, so they brought in Paris Hilton, and oh my god, she was fantastic. (laughs) Like because she was playing an heiress, and she is an heiress. Like it kind of went hand in hand, but. I, I did see House of Wax, and she was awful. And yeah. uh, no, like her playing Amber Sweet was actually really well done. Uh, especially like she did have her own album at one point in time, um,
1: and mid two
0: thousands, and one of the, one song actually did get relatively popular. And she has this like one spot in Repo where if you didn't know it was Paris Hilton, you would have swore it wasn't Paris Hilton singing, but it was. Mm. Um, so it's just like, oh, why couldn't she have done that for her album? But maybe, maybe Kristen
4: Stewart be like, yeah, we got a bizarre horror-like movie. And maybe, maybe she'll surprise me. Or she
0: gets killed off. Either way, like, uh, I'll be there. All right. Last but not least, the movie on everybody's lips is Avatar, two, the way of water. So, uh, they dropped this teaser trailer just the other day, um, which is super exciting. It has been many a years in the making. Avatar one changed some movie standards. Uh, definitely a love project. From John Carpenter, um, oh, James Cameron. Oh my God! I was sorry. I was just reading
4: something <laughs> about the thing, and then I was just like,
3: John Carpenter like, popped John in my head.
0: Yeah, John Carpenter's <laughs> Avatar. That i won't, I'd be there for that. Uh, <laughs> James Cameron, um, another fellow Canadian director, from David Cronenberg to James Cameron. Uh, so they yeah, they just recently dropped this. This is supposed to be the continuation story of the original Avatar. Um it says the way of water uh there wasn't a whole heck of a lot of underwater scenes they did tease some they definitely showed uh some of the characters that were in previous they also kind of teased that we would have um more f- flying aspects because obviously we had like those dragon style characters from the original and it's been forever since I watched Avatar 1. Um, obviously, probably not going to have Sigourney Weaver. Didn't see her in there, but you never know. Might surprise us. Uh, Man is still virtually the enemy from what it seems. Uh, We definitely have the same landscapes, so we'll definitely have that really fun luscious background it looks beautiful you can definitely tell that he has spent a lot of time on this but you don't really get much of a storyline aside from visuals uh the visuals not gonna lie it's great the music fantastic absolutely loved um cinematically uh it showed jake wearing uh some cavilar so that's interesting that uh they decided to kind of mesh the two worlds together when they were very anti-meshing the two worlds together in the first movie. So that will be something to keep an eye out. Uh definitely have some water creatures to look at. Uh And one thing that I found the most interesting in the movie was when they were showing uh, the human, uh, I would say base, as it were. Uh, There was a really cool spider mech in the background, and I'm very interested to see what that is. It's just a teaser. We have nothing set in stone. Obviously, we'll get more trailers when it comes out. But this is the big excitement because we have been waiting a very long time for the sequel. Let's
4: go, Jer. Um, yeah, I-,
1: I loved the first one. And I feel like, I mean, I remember some of the movie. I need to go back and rewatch it. And I think they're re-releasing it in theaters. Uh with an updated kind of, kind of look for, you know, before, uh, avatar, the way of water comes out just to kind of get you back into that world. Um, so I, I was really impressed with the teaser, like, geez, I mean, James Cameron, he, he is a, he is one of the greatest film directors of all time. Like his, he really gets in like, he, he's been in this avatar world. This is, this is his star Wars. Like this is his baby. And, um, it, it looked real, like, you know, it, it looked, uh, amazingly better than Avatar looked and Avatar was mind blowing for when it came out. Um, the, the problem with this is it, I, it's way, it's just way too late. Like he granted, maybe he was waiting on <laughs> some of the technology to catch up with where he wanted to go with the story. Um, Which is a shame, but, um, you know, I, do I think this is going to be, you know, the best selling, you know, performing movie, uh, selling movie of all time, like Avatar was probably not, uh, just because it's, it's, if this had been released, you know, four or five years after Avatar, then we're talking something different, but it wasn't, um, and for him to, you know, plan all these sequels out, let's just let's just get through two and see how that does, you know. But um there wasn't there wasn't a, a dialogue spoke within like the first minute and a half of this teaser trailer. I think it's this was like two-minute teaser trailer, right? Something like uh,
0: that. I think so. No, uh I don't think it was that long. Let me just click on yeah. it. Uh it's a minute, a minute thirty-eight.
1: Okay. So I mean, literally for most of the trailer. Not a single piece of dialogue. And yet you're still just engrossed in watching the visualization of what's going on. And you're trying to remember in your head, okay, what happened in the first one? I forget, (laughs) you know. Um, So I'm definitely have to revisit this, uh, the first one and and get myself back into this universe. And I, I know I remember loving the first one quite a lot. So. I'm looking forward to this one. It looks fantastic.
4: And it's James Cameron, so I'm automatically in.
3: That's all I got.
4: Yeah. Um
2: I I remember a little bit of this movie. I think I've watched it recently enough. Uh I do want to watch it again though. So for my 29th birthday, we went to Disney. And Disney World in Florida, and they have in Animal Kingdom they have like a Pandora area, and it's super immersive. They have this ride called the the Flight of Passage, and you get to um, simulate riding one of the um, banshees, uh, which is their like dragon looking characters. Um, it's it's a beautiful world, and when I saw this trailer, like I like that we're getting a little bit of the underwater because like the first the bulk of the first one or all of it was above ground and now we're gonna i feel like they're gonna touch a little bit on like what's going on under the earth uh i also feel like you know the subtitle the way of the water might have less to do with the actual underwater <laughs> but you there is a scene that they're like swimming underwater so uh, i think that that's cool that they are able to showcase that with the uh the technology available um i know these really graphically demanding movies take a long time i'm not saying it should have taken 15 years to come out i'm sure a lot of that has to do with certain like there's got to be a reason why he waited this long whether it was for storytelling purposes um because it looks like some time has passed like uh what's her name navi uh, I believe. No, Navi is the Navi's name of the their
4: clan
0: tribe.
2: What's her name? Uh, uh, Natiri. Yeah. Natiri, uh, there's a clip or you for like literally like a frame or two, you see that she's pregnant. And then later you see uh, a human who has like dreads and looks like the Navi people, but it's a human. And he's like wearing the oxygen face mask. And I'm wondering what's going on there. Cause like at the end of the first one, jake sacrifices his human body to live in the avatar uh as well as sigurney weaver you get the idea that she her character is doing the same thing so uh it's interesting choice i I like that they didn't show us sigurney weaver if they do have her like it'd be a cool little like like don't let me know yet thing um I'm looking forward to it. I like this world that they built. Uh, It is interesting to see that they tie, they they are blending the cultures. Cause like at the end of that movie, like majority of the, the the bad humans like left, right. Uh, Or were killed. (laughs) Um, So maybe they decided to take like, Hey, we can use these resources. I know it's not what you want, but like it's your classic, uh, you know, colonization film narrative you know like use what they have it could better you uh so it should be interesting i'm looking forward to it um i didn't know that they were he had already planned for like a a a third film like i agree with you Jar. like (laughs) let's just focus on this guy right now
1: (laughs) he's he's actually planned for five of them
2: that's a lot like especially if you're wanting to do it in this way um Maybe maybe abandon the movies and dive into a series.
1: Uh, yeah. Personally, uh, um, if you
2: want to tell that long of a story, like go into a series.
1: Here's the problem with that. Um, I was just looking at the box office numbers for this, and I, I didn't realize two point eight billion dollars.
2: Yeah. For Avatar One, yeah. Yes, and so it was the best best selling film since Titanic, of and all, then the yeah. And then uh, in in game barely beat it, and that's
1: because they like relaunched it. <laughs> yeah, but look what Endgame game had to do. To yeah, they had
2: it. to relaunch it.
1: <laughs> they had but, to uh, extend it. <laughs> well, yeah, and plus it's the it's the uh, the build up from twenty two movies. So yeah. this was one.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, it did have a two hundred and thirty seven million dollar budget. This one, Way of the Water, has a two hundred and fifty million dollar budget. So. I think yeah. it will definitely beat that. It'll make its money. I think it'll definitely hit a billion dollars, but I just $2.8 billion. Man, that's, that's, that's a big, that's a, yeah. that's a big ask. That's a, that's a tall ask. glass of water, but it is coming out way. around Christmas time of this year. So we'll see. Yeah. But I kind
2: of want to see it shatter in game.
1: Like I do too. Uh, I do too. And,
2: and, and like, like, uh, when Endgame came out, I was on that, I was in that camp of like, yeah, let's let's be the best movie because I really liked what was going on at the time. Uh, but I kind of wanted to just see this one movie come in and be like, yeah, there's only two of us and yeah. we did better than you. This is yeah.
0: Highlander. There's, there can only be one. <laughs> right,
1: right, right. Use yeah. Yeah. Well, guts is, to go. One good thing is about this, it is streaming on Disney Plus so You don't have to go purchase it if you unless you want to. But uh, I'm I'm definitely going to rewatch it on Disney Plus, I think, very soon just to just to reimmerse myself, you know, get myself back into that world.
0: Am I the only one who has like also looked at the logo for this movie and thinking, why the hell is Articuno?
2: Yeah, there's some like Pokemon vibes with that banshee oh, yeah. in the A. <laughs> like
0: on, but on you're not A. wrong. That's
2: hilarious.
0: <laughs> I originally saw that I'm like, oh that that's true, and then I zoomed it. I'm like, oh no, this is the new uh, water creature. Um, yeah, like the the banshee water edition. But uh, yep. like, it was just like uh, water banshee. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that 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 is Articuno. Hundred uh, percent. So. Uh, To both James Cameron and also John Carpenter. Uh, Nintendo might sue your ass.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I feel like, you know what, though? Like, Disney is so you can tell that they're so willing to roll that dice. They're like, you know what? Do it. I've always wanted to own a video game company. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> Their
1: lawyers are going here. They yeah. Let's go.
2: Yeah. Come on. Break Bring it. it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then somebody like to just counteract rolls and exhibit date, And it's just like, and here's Disney infinity. <laughs> right. <laughs> here's its disconnection date.
1: Disney now owns Pokemon. <laughs>
0: uh, right. And you would know like the fans would. Rage. Oh you
2: God. you know the memes would be gold though. You just have oh, yeah. You just have Mickey Mouse holding a Pokeball, and it's just like that. Got to catch them all. all.
1: Right. We caught P- them all. P- yeah, <laughs> they are.
2: Pikachu just repainted
0: to look like Mickey Mouse.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: oh my
2: I think gosh. I have a new fan art thing to do. Oh.
0: Uh, you, you, <laughs> you should do uh the look that Pikachu makes when uh, the ketchup bottle breaks, but wearing like a Mickey Mouse outfit. Yes. <laughs> trust me you also have some people be like what did did, did uh game freak sell did, did they sell it to disney <laughs> and then your answer you didn't is, hear? yes <laughs> you didn't he was, hear the news the
2: news the, the news broke this morning
0: and then you, <laughs> i'm just gonna start
2: telling yeah, say just, that to people
0: but the thing is then you stare them directly in the face mm-hmm. and slowly sip from your chocolate stove, without breaking eye contact. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and then Pikachu also has to be holding golden guns.
2: Oh, always. <laughs> I, from, I almost feel like golden guns has to be my little, that's what I'm going to sneak into, like, the background of pieces.
0: Yes, it, it'll be your pineapple. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> from Burn <Otis. laughs> It'll be the snail from Adventure Time. Yes. Love that kind of stuff. So yeah, Avatar, super exciting. Uh, obviously, this is just the teaser trailer. There's going to be way more, and as far as we know, anything especially linked to Disney in any shape or form. There's going to be merch. There's going to be merch. There's probably going to be a new ride uh, at Disney World. Um, oh yeah, hands probably. down. Uh, they they probably have like a small little section that was like, or they're just like saving for it. I'm like mm. yes. This this will make the people come. This will bring us all our money. <laughs> they
2: could probably just update the current ride. Uh, I I don't want to see the current ride go away, but I bet you they could easily have like two versions
3: because uh, it's
2: all digital. Yeah, you know? uh, well, it's yeah. digital, and then and then programming for the little the little motorcycle thing you sit on to make you straddle the banshee. You just like still sit on that, but it's the underwater creature. Like it'd be. I don't want to say it'd be easy, but it'd be easier than. Rebuilding a whole ride. Did, um,
0: did you go on Navi River Journey as well,
2: or I did. That was yeah. fun. Oh, what's what she say? Uh, oh, dang it! The she's got like the little chant. Uh, da 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 da. My ewa, anyway. yeah, Iwa. my ewa, yeah. <laughs> my ewa. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you guys can't see me because I don't have my camera on. Oh, are I was you, doing are what you? waving your hands? doing around? Around? I was doing what the <laughs> robot does. <laughs> I'm weak Oh my god We need to put this on video oh my god. Oh, the, the
0: moment just called to you I've, The Navi I embraced just, it. She, yeah. she just took over your body I can't help it sometimes You know what I'm saying Alright Good times Anything else for Avatar In the way of the water
2: I don't, I don't think so
0: Articuno the movie
2: Articuno <laughs> Avatar,
0: the last airbender. Team
2: Mystic. (laughs) Hashtag Team Mystic.
0: Team Mystic. Those are only for the people who play Pokemon Go. Yep. (laughs) I see
2: you out there, Dave. I'm on
0: that. I'm on that. I'm on that. (laughs) Hey, man. As long as it's not Steve.
3: (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yeah, Steve.
0: (laughs) Stupid Steve. (laughs) Stop picking your nose, Steve. See
2: you. Oh my gosh, I hope there's not an actual Steve that listens
1: to us.
0: <laughs> Who just happened to have his finger up his nose. <laughs> so yeah. exactly. My,
1: my, my dad's name is Steve, so hopefully oh, he's no. not listening.
0: Yeah. Dang it, Steve. Oh, no. We saw you. Uh,
1: <laughs>
0: we saw you digging for Charger. You
1: know what? <laughs> to each their own. To each their own, dang it. That's true.
0: That's oh, pirate's right. gold. This is our fun little time where we... Get together and we do a script. Grizz has picked the script and also a very lovely audience member has decided to suggest that we do a three-piece script. So we are going to abide. If you have any questions, comments, or even want to suggest a script, if you think it's funny enough, send it to us on our Facebook, on our Instagram, on our Twitch on our on our telegraphs, our
4: carrier pigeons, let
0: us know because we want to hear what you need to say. Briz, what did you give us?
4: So
2: unfortunately, I couldn't find something with three three character dialogues, um, but I did pull from a really fun one of my favorite movies, Thor Ragnarok, and to uh, set the mood, this is uh, after their big battle. Um. And they're kind of in like the, I think they're in the Hulk's like pad. Like he's like hanging out and, uh, him and Thor are talking and Thor, Thor just wants to get off this planet that they're on. And the Hulk is completely content where he's at. Cause he's like finally stretching out his legs and becoming, uh, I guess himself or whatnot. Like people, uh, on this planet love him and blah, 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 blah. So, um, that's kind of where we're at. They're having this conversation. They're in like the Hulk's apartment (laughs) for lack of better terms. And Thor wants to, uh, find, find, he's actually asking where the Quinjet is, um, that Hulk arrived on this planet with. And so, yeah. Um, who, which one of us wants to read as who?
4: Uh I'm kind of sad that there is no
0: Grandmaster because I totally would have rocked Jeff Goblin. <laughs>
2: oh, I should have scrolled further down. I'm so disappointed because I'm sure there is like a three person. Oh, I hate myself. The pressure. <laughs> I couldn't handle that pressure. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm going to definitely pick from this again, though, because there was some good stuff when I was scrolling.
4: <laughs> uh, I don't care. Hulk. And massive silence. I'll Thor, do
0: Thor. No, Thor. Okay. 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 <laughs> oh, dude, Grizz, we can we can trade off. Uh, if we're doing Hulk, we can yeah. do, we could do every other. Okay. Yeah.
2: All right. Um. All right. So, I'll start it out. I'll do the. Uh. Let's see. Where's the first Hulk line?
0: Right off the get go. <laughs> okay. Okay.
1: Um. Let me
2: see real quick. Let me run
1: through it. Uh, well, it's hard to tell uh, the action the action lines too because it's like squished. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, it's, it's, it I know. Really... I...
0: It's okay. We'll figure it out.
2: So yeah. uh, the dialogue is underneath their name where it's where their name is in all caps. Um, so let's see. Where if you just want to do the Hulk, I can I can just do the the action. Because I think I know where they are.
0: Okay, that, that, if you want to do it that'll that that'll
2: probably be easier. Sure. Because <laughs> so I'll screw it up somehow. Okay. <laughs> here we go. Uh, Hulk points out the window. Quinjet. <laughs> Thor sees Quinjet in a massive
1: alien junkyard. Yes, I'm getting us out of here. There's a terrible, awful. This is a terrible, awful place. You're gonna love Asgard. It's big. It's golden, shiny.
2: Hulk sits on his bed, eating a pumpkin.
4: Hulk, stay. No,
1: no, no. My people need me to get back to Asgard. We must prevent Ragnarok.
4: Ragnarok?
1: The prophesied death of my homeworld. The end of days. It's the end of... Hulk's blank stare. If you help me get back to Asgard, I can help you get back to Earth.
0: Yeah. Earth hate Hulk.
1: Earth loves Hulk. They love you. You're of the Avengers. One of the the team. One of our friends. This is what friends do. They support each other.
4: You're Banner's friend. I'm not Banner's friend. I prefer you. Banner's friend. I I don't even like Banner. (laughs) I'm into numbers and science and stuff. Thargo, Hulk's day. Fine, stay
1: here. Stupid place. It's idiots, by the way. The red, the white. Just pick a color. And scene.
3: Mm.
1: <laughs> 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 Pumpkin, <laughs> you're not
2: far off. Like he does, like I think he does, take another bite. <laughs>
0: Best part is uh, never seen
2: the movie. <laughs> oh my god! Oh really? So,
0: I've never seen a, it now. Oh, movie. he
2: either takes a bite or he throws it at him. I can't
0: remember. <laughs> one of those
2: two things happen. How
0: about both? Take a bite out <laughs> of yeah. it and then
2: throw it out. throw it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is one of my favorite Marvel movies. Um, I, I wanted to use the opening of the movie, but that would be a better monologue because it's just Thor talking. <laughs> um, it's, it's really good. I, I, I think you would like it, honestly. It's fun it I'll, is I'll, I'll I, pencil I agree it
0: in.
1: i agree 100 percent.
0: I'll, I'll pencil it in after lost boys
1: there you go <laughs> lost, lost boys you mean the boys
0: the boys yeah uh, well I'll, I'll watch lost boys first because i love that movie <laughs> and, and then maybe somewhere down the line uh the boys might happen maybe the girls maybe you never know, know. Maybe. <laughs> The Lost. The, we'll watch Lost. The, Let's watch Lost. Let's watch all seasons yeah. of Lost. Let's go. Oh my gosh, yes.
1: <laughs> I'm down for that.
2: <laughs> Me too. Up until like season four, though.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and then it's just like... <laughs> that,
1: I, I feel like that's most series, though. You get up to season yeah, four, and yeah. after that, it's like, oh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Except yep, for yep, Friends. Yep, yep.
0: Friends is the only one that like... And Star Trek.
1: And uh, The Office. Yeah.
0: You well, get it dipped out it for a
2: little the bit.
1: season. <laughs> um.
2: I feel like the U.S. version kind of like dips out around season five, and then it picks back up later before it ends. But you're wrong,
1: kind sir.
0: And then Bob's Burgers, maybe, (laughs) (laughs) maybe not, probably not.
1: No, definitely. (laughs) As the as the great Randy Jackson would say,
0: that's gonna be a no
2: for me, dog. (laughs) It's gonna be a no for me, dog. (laughs)
1: Hard
0: pass. (laughs) <laughs> yeah,
1: no. <laughs> no
2: and and for that reason I'm out
0: <laughs> and then we just like cut the stream right there right. <laughs> oh.
1: Oh. well that
0: was a but, fun episode
1: kids I like it it yeah.
0: is super fun and we want to thank all the listeners even if yeah. you just come in for a few seconds even if you donated $7 to see the Batman we
4: love you yeah, we truly we do, do. You're yeah. in what makes the world go round. Please. Absolutely. Follow us on our social media. Box Office Invaders. Facebook. Box Office Invaders has an
0: Instagram. We, as well, are individuals who do individual things. We'd appreciate your support. We appreciate your feedback. Let's go around the table. Let's find out what's going on with some people. Jer, what do you got going on?
1: Uh, well... Uh, On top of being a goat herder, a porn director, and uh, just an all-out crazy guy, I have a video game stream. I'm not a goat herder or a porn director. Don't look me up that way, peoples. It was a joke. Uh, I have a video game stream called Back to Arcade Gaming on Twitch. Um, I stream almost every day, except for Wednesdays, because we're doing this little fun thing. Yeah. Um, So... Yeah, just just type in Back to Arcade Gaming, and uh, I'll pop right up. Come in, come in and hang out. It's a fun time.
0: Grizz, the man, the artist, the guy who has things on the go, what is up with you?
2: The man, the myth, the legend, the pen, the paper, the paint. Uh, I am the grizzly artist. You all know that by now. If you don't, that's okay. You know now. Um I you can follow me um through my website. It's dagrizzlyartist.com. From there, I have links to my social media if you want to follow me there. Um, I post fairly regularly on Instagram. I'm getting more and more confident, thanks to this podcast, honestly, for um like just talking for a few hours a week. Uh, I'm getting more and more confident with speaking. So I tested the waters doing a live video at my last event. um, And then halfway through it, I realized I needed to have some sort of like phone rig because I needed to mix paints and I only have two hands. I'm not an alien yet and I can't like add arms. So I had to end a little live video, but I'm getting more confident. I've done some streams on Twitch with my art and, um, it's a fun time. So if you, if you like goofy, fun art, then you probably like what I got going on. So, uh, stop on by and, uh, check out my website, swing by the store. You might see something you like, you never know, but, uh, I, I just, I'm here for a good time and not a long time. So stop by before it's too late. (laughs) I'm sorry, that got dark.
1: <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> well, we dark all like face we, we all face the reaper, kids.
0: <laughs> right. It's that dark stout. It got to them. Yeah,
2: and <laughs> it's I guess <laughs> velvety yes. chocolate. Yeah, let's it's,
0: go. It sucks you in. <laughs> Me, I'm Kitty Pie three point one four. I stream old school games. I stream new games. I'm just here for a good time. And I do want to say I am proud of both of you. Please, if not, support, support, support. We love you. We want to know who you are. So get in touch with us so we can chat with you. And yeah, as I said, if you want to throw us a script, throw us a script. We might not do it professionally. We might not do it right. But if we make you laugh, that's all that matters to us. This ends our time here on this week's podcast. Tune in next week. We'll be doing some more random stuff and coming up with more one-liners. Keep your ears and eyes to the sky and we'll adopt you later. And dismember you. Maybe we'll dismember you later. (laughs) We're coming for you. (laughs) We love you and we'll catch you later. Bye for now.
1: Bye.
2: Peace.